One, two, three, hit it. And not me. a birthday party, right? And not me, because I'm... Listen up. What? Lock your door so nobody can jump in your car and hold you up. Oh, is that Paul? No, I don't think so. Mexico. So, folks, we are worldwide. Yummy. I love that our intro is now like just like a montage of Doug. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I was I was gonna say something about that. I was well, like, that's a lot of Doug. Well, I lied to y'all last time. I said I was gonna get on here and get a bunch of other things, but that has not happened. No. Yeah. I literally woke up this morning I'm like, oh fuck, we're recording tonight. Like that's how much <laughs> prep I've done. Oh, I did. I did. It's it snuck up on me too. But. Hey, can we start to a cheers to Larry? Yeah, my dad's birthday would be today. He'd be 83, I think. Oh, wow. That's oh, awesome. Larry, happy birthday, Cheers. Larry. You're up in the sky. You're down here with us. He's yeah. Actually, let me let me play one of his drops real quick. One of them Larry drops? Hold on. You ever had that? <laughs> you ever had his shock top? <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is, Larry. I missed that. So, uh, let, me, let me just do one more. All right, well, I'll, I'll talk to you later. That's after he had a few shock tops. So <laughs> I don't remember how I would get those recordings. I mean, some of them were my voicemail. Like my mom would call, like, "Power, just talk to you." The shock top one. I think we we were had your dad on the on show. The we show, had called I, him. I cut it off shows. That's yeah, right. yeah. And you, we'd we prank him. Yeah, we'd just call your parents. We'd lay in their bedroom. We'd call them, right. and then randomness would ensue. I think yeah. we pranked Will's dad too a couple times. Yeah. That was the whole thing. We every show we'd do a segment pranking, pranking our parents. Yeah. All right, we got a little tunes. I don't know that we ever tried Glenn. No, I little, wish we had. Little tunes, courtesy of the uh, Turtle Box. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, I've been using the hell out of mine, enjoying that. Yeah. That's been... Uh, I have been using mine a lot, too. I did, yeah, yeah surprisingly great. a lot. Like I, you know, it's not like I didn't have Bluetooth speakers before yeah. I did, but I found uh, I, I have that Turtle, turtle Box around Man, everybody asking me, they're like, what is this? And I'm like, it's a Turtle Box. They're easy to... It's you know what best. we should do is work with them I'll on every show link. where we get... Like mm-hmm. a ten percent off code. Yeah, yeah then we could like and help just, out some people. Get and it some. only works for a week. Like, yeah, like if a short you haven't listened to the show in a week, then you don't get the code. That sounds good. I, I you know, the, thing I is, love that. the biggest thing for me is that when I built that boat, I, I intentionally did not put speakers and a head unit and all that stuff in it because it's just, it's just something else. Like, it's gonna constantly need maintenance and yeah. they go bad and they blow and you're rewiring them every five years. So I intentionally did. The problem was all the Bluetooth speakers I had. I had some nice ones, some JBLs. I had you know different ones. You couldn't hear them when you're underway. Not right. that turtle box, son. I just prop that thing up behind me and just let her rip. And that turtle matter. can sing. That turtle can sing. Well, I remember when I got my boat three or four years ago, the latest technology at the time wouldn't even have a console. It was just to have a speaker. Yeah. yeah. Like install yeah. and only a speaker. And you would Bluetooth it. Mm-hmm. And the beauty mm-hmm. of the turtle box is you just take it with you. But yeah, you can take it with you. Awesome. Which is It's awesome. portable. I'm getting ready to go to the lake. I'm not going to, this weekend we're going to the lake with the family and baby and all. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to probably, I don't think I'm going to take my boat because my dad will have his boat up there. But 
I'm taking my turtle box, and that that turtle box is gonna go work out. She's did you be, get the color you wanted? Uh, white, yeah, white. They okay. did. They they. they <laughs> I'm not cool. I'm not Paul Puckett, so. <laughs> I wasn't cool enough to get them to color match my boat for one, but if I'm if I was named Puckett, I probably would have gotten yeah. me that. Well, they don't have seafoam. You got the color. You said seafoam. They would have made white. one for Paul Puckett. They would have spray painted that thing. Yeah, it would been little fun. Matt Amon's hooked it up. I seen them laser etching them on the on their Instagram feed. They can do some seafoam. So I'm gonna look for I'm something on not, YouTube. It's not famous enough, in a second that you have not heard the song, and we're gonna like go sentence by sentence on it. Oh, and uh, all right, break it down. Not as, let me look it up. We'll talk for a second, but towards yeah. the end of the segment, I want to look it up and break it down. Okay, okay. I'm now I'm intrigued. Um, but yeah, so uh, what's it's been terrified. going, Paul? Well, you just got back from fishing on Magnum. You still got that haircut, which yeah, is so. creeping me out. I mean, if I didn't know you and I saw you with that haircut, I'd think you're going through like a midlife crisis or something. Well, I mean. But, you I know, I know you, good. so I know you're not. You don't, you don't have that problem. It's pretty but. tough to ugly um, him up. It didn't ugly him up. I didn't say no. nothing like that. I just it's said it, it just looks like a older man trying to play a young man's game with I, that. Well, <laughs> the first thing I thought of was you back yeah, in the I day when back, I got it. But I was 24 when I had a mohawk. Oh, the mohawk. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm trying to find this. Damn <laughs> I thing, was a so. young man. I was allowed to rock a mohawk <laughs> if I wanted to. I'll find out in a second. I'm not a young man anymore. I'll tell the story first. So we went down there. Uh, yeah. Alex and I went down to fish with Nick Sasick. And we used to fish with Deany. Yeah. You know, I've been down there a couple times to fish with Deany. Mm-hmm. He's the Keys guy now. So fish with Sasick. And I, I had met Nick a few times when we were down there. We'd all hang out with him. So I was excited about hanging out with him on the boat. And uh, he's a fun dude to fish with. We just literally brought the wind and the rain and the clouds when we went down there. Because they had been seeing fish even... And we were down there meeting Garrett and Chance from Houston, and they were fishing with Mangum. So, of course, the two days prior before we get there, yeah, man, we're seeing fish, man. This is awesome. We're jumping, like, had 13 each yesterday and meet them for a That's cold. not what you want to hear. No. You want to hear that Because that haven't don't last seen long. It, it don't hold. Yeah. It don't we haven't hold. Seen it, it. No. You, we were on the bad end of – and I usually actually get pretty good luck with, with weather okay. when I go – lately. And uh, we you get down knock there, on wood right now. and we're we're sitting there, you know, drinking pina coladas, and we start looking at the map. It's like it ain't looking good for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, five days before that, oh, it looks great, you oh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that kind of fishing, the water's a little—I wouldn't call it dirty. It's just—it's a—it's a dark bottom, so it tricks you into thinking it's dirty. It's not really that dirty. And the light—if you don't have light, you're not seeing anything. Mm. We didn't have light, and it's one of those things where. You know, Nick sets you up in the perfect spot where these fish bounce off. You know, he knows the tide. So at this tide, they're going to bounce off that spot. You can see the spot. And right when they bounce, they're either going to pulse or they're going to roll. So you're going to see something. And sure enough, you do. And there weren't a lot of fish swimming. And the times that they'd roll or pulse or, you know, push water, you see that, but then you can't track them. Mm. So you're you're just you know kind of you know they're in the area, but you so can't. you really have to be watching. You're whacking you, them all. Yeah, it's just know. like you throw a cast seventy feet at eleven o'clock, but that fish could be yeah by then sixty feet at nine, mm-hmm. and it's just I had one bite in three days, mm. so it was three days of that. The last day, of course, it kind of cleared up a little bit, and then came back in on us. We did a couple times where we went back in at nine in the morning, came back out at eleven, chasing storms, and. uh I had one eat, and then Alex had one, you know, just kind of push at the fly where the fish just kind of missed it. You know what you should have done? Tell me. 
Zara Spook on a bait. <laughs> yes. Right. You should have gone Jimmy Houston on a bait. Big, big paddle tail swim bait. Yeah. And what, what, what that kind of trip, what that trip kind of does, though, is it, it makes me pumped to get back here and just start getting back into red fishing and maybe, yeah. maybe going to look at tarpon, but there's just nothing like tarpon fishing in the Keys no. and clear water. It's fun to do it here, but it's almost as much of a pain in the ass and frustrating as it is fun. Like, the last yeah. time I had fun was the last time you and I did that four years ago, and you hooked that fish. And yeah. I don't know. It can happen. Like, we have friends that do it and that do make it happen, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of time on the water. Well, because what you're, what you're dealing with here is very short, very specific windows of opportunity. And the only way you know when and where to be in those windows of opportunity is to spend a lot of hours out there looking and finding this fish and patterning them out. Now, yeah. there's some places like where me and you fished. Like, I know that this time of year on the right tide, early in the morning, you know, you know I go, there's a better than 50-50 shot that I go there, there's going to be tarping up in there. That seems yeah. to be, and now the reason behind it, the signs. That's the thing, know. you learn the pattern. And it's the... pretty consistent in that spot. But, but to get all that to line up, to have like low wind, right tide, right time of day, right time of year, and you have like a three-day window where all those things are like possible, and then it's like gone, and then those fish won't be in there. Any I don't know, time. man. They catch them on Instagram all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't see the the cut mullet and the the big cork and all that stuff. Uh, if that fl- if that fly had a heartbeat, you'd catch a lot more. Yeah, like and the keys game is not, and it's not easy in the keys. I mean, it, that has its own challenge. Just tiny little flies, yeah. stubborn ass fish. But just know. even in the back country. But just see yeah. the roll, you know they're they're around that edge and whatever the islands yeah. and. Well, for me, like I, I always when we fish out front, um, you know, you, you set up on the green patch so you can see them or the sandy patches. But like I always put my boat. I try to put my boat over a dark bottom patch so my shadow of the boat is over dark bottom oh, so they don't see you. it too well. That's smart. And then I didn't I didn't create that. <laughs> I was taught that by people who know what they're doing. But then I also I like to fish over a dark patch. Like I feel I agree. like they eat better so over dark bottom. So like it's that game though where like I see them come across the real bright stuff and mm. I have that if I'm if I get set up right I have a, an alley where I can see them coming. But then right before they get to the boat, they go over a dark patch is like my oh, perfect yeah. setup. So they kind of get relaxed when they're yeah. over that darker green. But the problem is... And the right when they exit. Seeing them real well and like... Because it's an accuracy game. You're trying That's to feed the, those fish. So this panhandle game yeah. is all that dark spot. Yeah, which is tough because you never see them coming. You, you can't, can't track like, them. Yeah. It's, at least that, that way I kind of know what line they were on. But a lot of times they get on that dark stuff and they'll turn 45 degrees or 90 degrees. And then they start coming off the green and you're like, shit, that's not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> and then like... But... That is it's, true. It's always a weird game. Well, so that last fish you, when yeah. we were Dini, that you boated, mm-hmm. we were on that huge sand flat. Yeah. And you could see them rolling when they got within 100 mm-hmm. feet. You could actually track them and see them on that sand. But they won't shudder over that dark the way they will on a white. Like, yeah. you know, you can hear a noise or something like that. If they're on that dark, they won't really shudder. But if they're on the white, I mean, you're absolutely right. They will like. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just on edge. Just I, I don't think they like being over yeah, that. They, they they're like exposed, that. and they know that. Whereas I feel like they feel a little more. There's a reason why their backs are green, exactly. And olive, yeah. but and then you know, but yeah, it's a different game. I I, I agree. Like I, I, one of our buddies, James, he's obsessed with like trying to dial in the tarpon game here, and, and good on him. And he's the type of human that will take that on yeah. and, and figure it out and, and make good on it. I'm good with like playing around with it and having a good time, but 
yeah, tarpon fishing to me is the keys or, mm-hmm. you know, Everglades, you know, parks. It is, it's lucky we have them. It's fun to do. Yeah. But I have found I don't that lean on it. I don't have really the energy for it. <laughs> I don't have the time. <laughs> or man. the time. I got a one-year-old, yeah. man. I get, like, I get very few days. Oh, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, yeah, little yeah. Nora. Little Nora. That's right. One-year-old yeah. Sunday. It was funny because I hadn't seen her walking yet. So we, we walked and turned the corner. From far away, I saw her walking. And just that morning, Piper had distinguished that yellow was her new favorite color. Oh, oh wow. So we saw a little Nora just walking around, you know, and yellow. Just, <laughs> she was Bright walking yellow. with some confidence, though, Dude. man. So y'all had her birthday at where? Uh, Edmonds Oast over there next she to get wasted? Juan Lewis. Yeah, man, trash. <laughs> she got her first taste of <laughs> cake. First taste of cake. Yeah, how did that go? It looked like it went well. Yeah, so she yeah. never had real sugar. I mean, she's got okay. like fruit and stuff, yeah. but not like hard sugar. Slam. Sugar slam. And when we, we made her cake, like the cake itself didn't have a lot of sugar in it. But we made um, the icing. We were at the store, and my wife was like, she made her um, for the other cake, she made the icing, but it's like nothing but sugar. Right. Cream. It's right. just super sugar. Yeah. She's like, let's get something different for Nora's mm-hmm. cake. So we go to the <laughs> store to like look, and, and we start looking at the low sugar and the keto friendly, all that. And it's like, you know, oh, that's actually doesn't have much sugar in it. And then I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this, I'm not doing this to my child. Like, this is yeah. her first birthday. She She's her, earned the right give her, yes. after give a year. Give her that unadulterated, yeah. just yeah. pure cane processed shit. Straight to the so bloodstream. that's what we gave her. We got, like, some sprinkles. And, do yeah, like, you see, like, little, she kind of pinched it with, like, two fingers. Then she went with, like, four-finger Eyes dilated. Then it was a fistful of it. <laughs> and then it was then it was just two hands in it. And she was just literally rubbing it into her skin. Yeah. Like she was eating, like, her whole That just shows baby. you the human nature oh. of wanting something sweet. You can dude. see her eyes like, just Like, cue the up. EDM music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it you know, was like, it fired her up. And then oh, she was, yeah. by the end of that night, like, it started raining on us. There was, like, storms blowing around. Yeah. And uh, by the end of the day, like, that that afternoon, she was butt naked. Well, not butt naked. She had a diaper on. <laughs> She was down to a diaper, barefooted. Just there's a astroturf little play area, which is why we chose that spot. Yeah, and she was just just strutting. Her, I mean, just ripping one end of that astroturf to the other in the rain with no with just. Don't you wish you could remember that? Like, mm-hmm. don't yeah. you wish you could remember you being in that moment, having yeah. your sugar for the first time ever, and just being like, God! <laughs> yeah, she was raging. It was awesome. But that's yeah. good stuff. Let's yeah, dude, she's good. She's good. Last night she kept us awake, which she never does. She sleeps like twelve hours a night, no problem. I don't know what was going on. She's teething or something, but mm, would yeah. not would not tolerate her crib. So, and we don't co sleep. We don't sleep in the bed with her. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have a choice last night. She would not go into that crib, so she slept in the bed between me and Joanne. So every ten yeah, minutes I was getting kicked or sw- swatted. Mm-hmm. Or she it's funny how sometimes they'll just decide that tonight they're not doing. Yeah, that. they're just not. And, I have noticed yeah. a slight turn. And some of the bad trends I saw like for a while back with kids. Mm-hmm. So living in Wa- Wagner Terrace, I'm starting to see groups of kids riding around on bicycles again. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and awesome. playing games out in the middle. That's of the street. awesome. Though. And I'm yeah. starting to see it again. It's all fun and games until they, for a yeah. long until you get held up at gunpoint <laughs> by one of them. <laughs> But I mean, you remember back in the day, that was all, we, all we did. Oh, dude, yeah, we yeah. weren't allowed inside. Basically, your parents yeah. did not allow you to be inside. No, no. Like, they were get, like, get out of out. here, go do something. My yeah. grandma, yeah, she kicked you out in the morning. You got to have your breakfast, yeah. and and you, we'd usually watch like Sesame Street or something in the morning when we were little, and, and you'd be eating your breakfast, and it was like she'd just walk up, turn the TV off back when right. we had to manually do it yeah, yeah. with the hand. You went out there, got on your and bike, she'd be like get out, yeah, yeah. And, and you got you on go. your bike and started riding. If it was raining, we she had a basement. Uh, 
you know, it was just yeah. like a storage area, really, but it was just open. And if we couldn't go outside, if it was raining, we went downstairs in the basement. And we you didn't play video games. No. You didn't do that. You we went out in the any. woods. I mean, I remember going out in the woods for like eight hours at a time. Oh, yeah, dude. We yeah. just like, set shit on fire. Oh, 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 <laughs> I got to go home. Yeah. And, and it's like. And then you try to figure out how to be late. And like, yeah. You just, you, yeah. yeah. And video games to me were on rainy days. Like, yeah. I loved them on rainy days. And sometimes they were whatever. But right. It was when the sun went down, mm-hmm. weekend, rainy days, whatever. Yeah, as I got older, to see that again. I we didn't. Awesome. I didn't get a Nintendo. Until I was like ten or eleven, I think. I never opened mine, and uh, it was like the old the NES. I was. Like, I never had an Atari. My friend had one, but I had the NES when it came out, or not when it came out. I was that was ten years old, but then I got one. Was that Pong where it was? Boink, oh yeah, boink, my boink, uncle had that boink, thing when boink. I was a little kid. It was the Pong. Yeah, you, you play like this. You plugged the remote straight into the TV, and you had the little yeah, and it was just like. Boop, 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 yeah, uh, I'm gonna take shit. take a moment just to reset and just say that it was barely live here. Oh yeah, yeah. Mike Benson, Doug Rowland. Yeah, absolutely. We got Captain John Irwin coming later to sit in and hang out with us. Can't wait. Segment two, three, four? Question yeah. mark. Yeah, whatever. local guy, but he travels all over the world and yeah. just a mm-hmm. real funny, entertaining be fun. character. He'll he'll fit right in with the crowd here. Um, sure. I feel like I had some. Oh yeah, so. With our friends from uh, Bahia's, we're still, we still need to get the... Uh, we're going to get those Bahia's for you boys. Well, that'd be nice. I love some. I have a pair picked out. I know, but I'm going to take it. we got to yeah. talk to them. We'll make that happen. Yeah, I'd love, I, we're going we're we're to color our world with Bahia lenses. I like it. We're sipping We're sipping on this frigate rum, and yeah. we're drinking All Hands. All Hands sent us some, a new little re- replacement 12-pack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just for today. And then... Uh, Feel like I'm missing someone. Am I missing someone? If we and if I, well, we could make these we less about turtle strong. Box. It would be great. Turtle box, yeah. Turtle box, all hands. Look at it. We got ice brought to you by ice. Who ice. Would've, who would have thought, fellers? Like by the way, I looked back. Our first episode of this thing was in like 2016. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We've wow. been at this like eight years. Um, was it spring? I wonder when the first I episode was. I didn't. I can look, look it up. Back we were all so young, man. Yeah, but oh, like we've grown so much. Yeah, who would have thought? All these dreams and hopes and aspirations ahead of us and. Yeah, here we are. Here yeah. we are, and we're back on a once a month thing. I'm proud of us. Yeah, yeah. we've actually yeah. stuck to it, yeah. which is a yeah. lot for us. Proud, so real I'm proud of us. Yeah, but y'all want to hear this song? I don't know. <laughs> of what course it is, I do. But sure. Yes. So it's two and a half, two forty. We're gonna just commit to two minutes right. and forty seconds. All right. It's, it's so just, it's a local. Everybody musician. knows that they can zip ahead okay. if they want to. But it's a local musician. Okay. And he claims, and I, I don't want to sit here and overly talk crap about him. He's He's putting himself out there. Okay. Takes balls. He's a musician. He has declared that there's no theme song for Charleston. There's really? a lot of theme okay. songs for Charleston. Well, yeah. he's saying this is now the theme song for Charleston. Oh, so he's... He's, he's claiming his okay. song. All right. So, um, I think we'll have to get kind of past this. I'm really here. excited. He's never... What's that? Who is it that sings that? Uh, uh, Palmetto Boys. Wes. Wes. See, those, yeah, those guys will sing a... Well, they got that. It's like, I got drunk on the battery. They'll slap a theme song on you, if anything, the Palmetto Moon. <laughs> Palmetto Moon. Okay. Isn't that a boat? I mean, Palmetto. Uh, Breeze. Gritty Fly Right. They have a song called, what, Palmetto Oh, that's, Blues. that's West. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, let's see if this works here. Okay, here we go. So this is the Charleston theme song. Huh? I've it's, been gone for God, too long now. Restless for Mike, some trusted town. I'm starting it over. <laughs> so I'm gonna hold it up so you can see the video. Is this Jason Aldean? I've been gone oh, for God. too long. Now. Oh 
Oh my god. Restless for some Charleston town. Low country living easy and slow. Carolina sunshine everywhere I go. Is this written in every pun from every bad country? Oh my god. From the beaches to the bad. Wait, I know that guy. Charleston, my heart will stay. In the sand as Bobetto I just got goosebumps. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Charleston. The inverse, inverse goosebumps. It's really bad. <laughs> I've got an any. King Street with my friends. High on how everyone's been. Cobblestone road still the same. My love for her will never. Where did her come from? What? Oh, 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 oh here's the bridge. I think that's fleet landing. From the beaches oh, yeah. to the battery. <laughs> oh, God. Real, real low country there. That's a terrible charcuterie boy you got Chad. Whoa, who was that? There was a crowd. There was a crowd. Oh, no. Man, he nailed all the iconic places. <laughs> he also just strung together a bunch of country music Letting cliches in a row. Oh, they're Shim Threads. They're Shim I just saw a dolphin. Oh, the Bob. <laughs> oh, if there's a bucket of beer, I'm out of here. Kill it. Terrible. Playing of the Jammer. So, that so, sounds like a morning, like like the news morning show, like intro song. That's what it sounds like. I mean, it would be fine. Good morning, good. Charleston. Good everybody. morning, Charleston. Hello. Hello. If you go, it's Brent Saba's his name S A B A on um, whatever YouTube. Brent, we love you. I don't need to know that. And you really need to check out some of his other ones, like no, Lakeside, Probably. Charleston is really high. Lakeside Holy and Carolina shit. Girl. I suggest Sweating. you go check out the Lakeside video. Okay. I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not. So he's trying to hit all those. I have a lot to can do. We, can, we just, can we just do the no, first 30 seconds? I want you to hear the song. I want you to hear the line about his dog and okay. chewing on a bone. It's okay. Just, and then we'll cut it. Chewing there. on a bone? He's literally just. He's doing all the country formulas. Yeah. Okay, let's, so, let's do it. Let's do it. Listen to the dog let's and the bone. It's it. the weirdest line. By the way, this. that guy looks like he can kick, someone's kick my ass. That's fine. So I don't want to. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to put yourself out there, you have to yeah. accept take the criticism, the criticism. Just as well. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I can promise I you folks, though, that nothing in that video or that guy represents Charleston. But I hope for it his sake that... A, a, in the map, three well, people out there like I mean, it. Come like on, we dislike it. Well, so, all you know. those, all those people that enjoy that shit. It's bag not of Portland, Oregon. Already had so, in that video, probably like it. Oh my god, it's, it lo- he's it on a jet like ski. A so commercial. Like, he's just, starting on a jet ski. Is he, it starts. Is that that's a boat how, brand? That's just, the same font. I need, I need silence for this first <laughs> okay, thirty okay, seconds. Okay, so we're gonna cut. All right, you're asking a lot, dude. Donuts on jet ski. Is that Bootsy's the director? <laughs> Got some money, safe deposit in the bank. Got my baby, yeah, she's riding on 30s jet. Her oh, little God. shining Wrangler's name, Koa, yeah. Oh. 
Thirties are big. That's not my big. Dog. My truck is thirty-five. You missed the dog line. <laughs> See, you missed the dog line. Mike. Okay, go back, uh, go back, go back. Dog's did, got a new bone to it notice, all night. Did anybody notice too that he started out driving a red Wrangler and then when he's getting yeah. out of the truck, yeah, it was gray. a blacker? Yeah. Gray. I saw I'm that. Like, I saw you just changed yeah. cars mid yeah. scene shift. Well, like, he probably he ran out of money for that. that Nobody's shit. gonna yeah. notice that your car. Changed My dog's color. got a new bone chewing all night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Him and his dog maybe that's code for something. Okay. Well, I'm Wait, confused. Maybe that's code for something. How about the whole idea that the song the song starts out with? Got money, safe deposit, saved it before. I, it I've should saved, be direct deposit. I've saved money that's in the <laughs> safe deposit. I mean, yeah, like if, if he was trying to say, I just got paid, he should be talking about a direct deposit, not a says, safe deposit. It says in the safe deposit, though. Who has a safe got deposit money, box? It's in the safe I actually, deposit. I think for the well, weekend. 1920s, and we're just stacking jewels in our safe we deposit. We should go. <laughs> Just gonna put like a dirty napkin from. Wait, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I still want to talk about his dog chewing this bone all night. Yeah, him and his dog having an inappropriate relationship. I think that's code for some something like sexual. So he he nails down the I've got money yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. I'm yeah. cruising in on my Jeep With tires, thirty beat. inch tires. Well, now let, let's talk about how much money you need for the weekend. <laughs> So they're on a lake. So the, how much money? They've already spent the money to get well, there. Well, you need yeah. ice. You yeah. need beer. You need to, but hopefully you've shown launch, up with that stuff. Launch fee. I mean, it looked like they were going to be camping in their, their 30-inch yeah. tire Jeeps. So. Well, you got to watch the video to find out. <laughs> yeah, I guess I got to. So they wouldn't need a lot, you know. All right. He's going to see this micro pulse in his, in his views. Dude. From you know what? I wonder the 12 people that listen to this. Yeah. How many white T-shirts is that guy? Oh, he's, like, he's a big white T-shirt guy. I love how he's on the beach. Going he's like, oh, yeah, he's hey, doing man. the bounce. Just like, oh, y'all can't see what we're doing, but it, it's it's Like, awful. have you ever gone on the beach by yourself and thought about Charleston? It's been like, <laughs> it's calling me you from know? the beaches to the battle. <laughs> don't think I haven't listened to that song uh, like 50 the times. The reason I don't, I've okay. watched that video. I don't want to be too hard on him because he was probably sitting in his room putting these oh. things together G A D C, three, four chords, and he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got something. I got something. Some so I've peeled some onion strip or onion <laughs> layers. Are, so that Charleston song was written by a couple other guys, and he's really excited to be part of the project. Oh, so Wait, he didn't even he write couldn't, it. He didn't, he didn't have didn't that level that? of writing to him. <laughs> it sounds like someone's eight-year-old like, <laughs> niece was like, this is what I love about I Charleston. What rhymes the with, whole thing amazes me. What oh rhymes with O-O-C rhymes with battery? I think we should do something with that. Oh Can my we do God. So Ben that? Young, so that popped up as an advertisement on his Instagram. Oh, he my God. I can't. That's amazing. That was that was a lot, man. <laughs> so Ben was like, Paul, you guys see this. Yeah, I don't know what you did. That, Can we hear another one? I think that guy broke kinda like, It's, it's kind of in my head now. This Charleston, I love you so. It was playing when you got done and then it just stopped. I don't know. Not like I love these hoes. What's we, that? we have technical difficulties yeah. again. Oh, I heard something pop. That was probably, <laughs> probably not good. That was Brent. <laughs> He's outside cutting the main line. <laughs> there you go. We got it back. Charleston calling me. No. Anyway, so, <laughs> so go check out 
The, I already Brent forgot Saber his name. And, uh, Brent, Brent to Saber and listen to Yeah. I already forgot his name. I'm good. Um, Should we have him here to the podcast to play some tunes? No. No? I can't. I get a feeling he won't come after the <laughs> Unless he wants to prove it. Unless he, he wants might. to prove it. Maybe his live performance is a whole different story. I hope Mike knows a reconstructive search. Uh, but I guess he's one of those guys that plays down at Reds a lot. Uh, um, he sounds like a guy that plays at Reds a lot. Maybe. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, what am I going to say? I, don't, I can't play a guitar. I, I can't remember the last time I caught either, a live but. show at Reds. <laughs> it's before I moved here. I like. I thought I was going to be going to Reds all the time. Oh, yeah, Paul. and you realize, and that I moved here. I'm like, no time ever. I like it. Like yeah. a nostalgic, I once a year thing. Yeah. I like going there at like the if I'm going to go there. Yeah, when it's not too hot out, spring fall, buy boat in the middle of the week. Yeah. for lunch. What's so your go to like on a Wednesday at eleven? At, at go Reds. have a beer, a bucket of beers. That's your go-to drink. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the absolutely. only thing you can drink there. A you bucket the, of beers. Yeah. You watch it sweat and get yeah. water all over. Yeah. And honestly, even that, even that being said, if I'm going to Shim Creek, I'm more likely to go to the Cabana Bar across the creek and sit at the Cabana Bar than I am to go. Uh, yeah, what's that called? It's the, the Water's Edge, but Water's Edge. Water's yeah. Edge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more likely to sit yeah. over there. And that place, if you catch a flounder or something, you can take it in there. Fifteen bucks, they'll mm-hmm. fry it up for you and bring it back out with like fries and shit. You know what? I'll do that for ten. <laughs> You eat, you eat shit with your flounder? Huh? You eat shit with your flounder? I eat shit with my flounder. Yeah, you go to the little fried up and shit and give it, serve it well, with your food and I shit. mean, to be fair, you could probably dip a flounder in shit and not eat it. I mean. <laughs> to be fair. I, I ain't found a flounder I wouldn't eat yet. I, I tell people about it all the time. I'm like, I, I'm a big catch and release guy. I don't, not because I have some moral code. Personally, I, just, I don't think redfish taste good. But I think we should put Paul in a tight white t-shirt and film, <laughs> film a video on the beach. You mean we'd have to buy a truck of white t-shirts there to get through the video because he'd sweat through one per scene. Is that a gray t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> His nipples just showing through the wet t-shirt on the beach. <laughs> That's actually that's the video. Just let Paul Charleston, walk, walk around, love you make so. you keep the same shirt on the whole time we film yeah. it, in like the middle of the day when it's 120 degrees. Yeah, and then by the end of the video, Paul just be. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? I will say, drenched. drenched. Let just me Charleston. Let me try something out. What is the bridge of that song? Can you say it? I don't think there is a bridge to uh, it. Well, you know the main like. Line like it's the Arthur. Ratton so what's the bridge. hook? I saw, mean, it, I saw it four the times. In I'm the video. sorry. I think it's the from the beaches to the battery. So it did stick in your head. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he it said he's got in there. there. No, okay. I've, I've listened. Like it has stuck in from my the head. beaches to the battery. The only yeah. bridge I had I heard in that song yeah. was the Arthur Ravenel bridge, which was like what is, six. Uh, so times what in is video. the bridge in a song? It's usually just a way to change up. That's always three quarters through the song. Okay, a way to change up that pattern of chorus and verse, verse and chorus. Yeah, just to kind of give you like a little break from it, and it goes usually goes right, like oh okay. every Tom Petty song is like verse chorus, verse chorus, repeat chorus, bridge chorus, mm-hmm. and end. Well, I goddamn guarantee you, Tom Petty could do a better job with a Charleston <laughs> song. <laughs> uh, well, even be- with the formula. Uh, Yep, that's amazing. Absolutely. Well, should we? Uh, should we just? That was fun. That's a good thirty-minute segment right there. Yeah, I can't believe we wasted half that segment on that song. Yeah, but you loved it. I hate it. I'm still thinking about it. 
Y'all are both uh, going to go look it up. No, yeah, we watch the video. I'm, 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 you have to watch Lakeside. I promise you this. I'll never see that man's face voluntarily again. <laughs> I'm going to send you Lakeside later. Anyway. I know you will. You think we can get Carter and those guys to cover that song? Oh, that would be amazing. Could we get them to cover they that song? They probably would. They probably would do it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> That's true. We went and saw uh, Carter, Carter and Wamps. Yeah. 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 Poorhouse. And then that was fun. Well, it was amazing. I've never seen more... Just twenty-two-year-old blondes. I know, life. I know. I texted Carter. I'm like, "Well, you've got the whole like good-looking like post-college crowd thing." He's covered. got the age thing covered. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. and that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess when I went to see Panic, yeah, it's kind of like they that, they yeah. still kind of have that young push mm-hmm. where you go to Dead and it's like, did you say what did you say? Young push. <laughs> yeah, those what did you say? Bush, P- push, Bush, Bush, Bush. Bush. Those, those are the kids Push. that like think that jam bands are still cool, and then they find out. Sorry, later, I thought they're they're not, they're Yeah, not I went to that cool. Panic show. I lasted one yeah. set. I was like, I can't, I can't. do this. I, I can't. I've do got them at all. Jeremy, that's twenty one over here, making sure everyone knows he's on mushrooms, uh, and yeah. that he knows fucking chili water. I get it. I like chili water too, but I'm not over here like the whole front, doing a thing for you. The whole front row is getting stung by bees. Like it's just the oh, whole yeah. thing. I and then can't. you got section one twenty one. They're all on their own little island. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Hula dancing. Stung under. by bee. All right, you, you see about getting stung by a swarm of bees. That's the name of our band. <laughs> stung by bees. <laughs> yeah, they look like they're either swatting a swarm of damn wasps off of them in the front row. It's, it's so some people have, some people have been the 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 bridge is the epinephrine pen. <laughs> 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 Here comes the That's how they remember it. Oh god! But they've some people have been posting some videos of people at the, like the last Grateful Dead show. Yeah, the Dead and Friends. I don't even know. What oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I, I've it's been just seeing those them. aisles of it's, just like it's, yeah, yeah, zombies. Like it's just for them. It's just a reason. It's they don't. Care. It's not even about the music. It's about yeah. them being in a place where, where they can they just, can do just that. So ex- yeah, exhibitionism yeah. a little bit. You know, like yeah. yeah. So I don't get it. Teach like, his own. Hey, man, yeah, do you. As teach, long as teach his own? Teach his own. Wait, I think there's teach a lady out there own. trying to get in that door. I don't think it's Irwin. Wouldn't he come to the window? Does I he, told know him, he told him to let me know when he got here. He has okay, not cool. done that yet. So I don't think so. So I get people that knock on this window all the time thinking that I'm the one that's supposed to let them in the door. <laughs> and I usually have another action. But today some people did that and they actually were coming to see some prints. But it happens a lot. And I'm like sitting there painting and I've gotten to the point where I'm like, yeah. I can't let everyone in the freaking door, man. You know what you ought to do? You ought to put a sign on the window that says, go to the door and knock in code. Yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> will come eventually. see how many types of code eventually. they try to come up with. What's the code? Well, does this place, like, I know it's got lots of offices. It doesn't have, like, a general public entrance. It only yeah, has... but it's all locked. My, mm-hmm. my thing is, if you're coming to see so-and-so up in 302, then you contact them. They should, let you, they should know when you're coming. They come open the door for you. It's not my yeah. job to do it. No, that's not it. All right, so y'all want to break this down? Yeah. Yep. Sounds um, good. Let me uh, find where I need to be uh, for, for from a really high-end production standpoint here. Because I know how you guys demand nothing but good productions. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready that's for that. how we made that. it eight years or however long. And then we have a scoop ad here first. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm in. Let's All go. Right. New from Queso Ventures, the DR3000. That's right, the fully automatic version of Doug Rowling. Using all the new advances of artificial intelligence technology, 
The benefits of the DR3000 are unlimited, but include shows up on time at agreed upon location, knows what you're talking about at any time, returns phone calls timely, never gets lost, doesn't ramble, likes old people and kids, puts itself to bed, tells stories in short and concise manner, and on and on and on. So come on down now to your local Queso Industry dealers and get your version now. Warning, this version of the DR3000 still talks shit about local fishing nets. I was scared I wouldn't pick the right one. Luckily, I did. It was the most refreshing one of them all. Sun Country Wine Cooler. You see, Sun Country is a blend of premium white wine and real fruit juice. That's what gives it its great taste. Sun Country, say, give me the real juice cooler. If you don't say Sun Country, you'd better sleep with your lights on. <laughs> There's someone special I want to look good for. Me. It's my turn to see what I can see. I hope you'll understand this time just for me. Looking good makes me feel good, so I use Oil of Olay. It's so sheer and greaseless, it sinks right in for a softer, younger look. Oil of Olay, beauty fluid or luxurious cream to help keep you looking younger too. <laughs> Paul, come on. What's up with that bitch back in our dude? Christopher Cross is so oh, good. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've Christopher seen some Christopher Cross stuff pop up on Same. my feed, as the kids call it these days. <laughs> Who's Christopher Cross? I mean, oh, hey, would you we'll like to, talk. Would later. you like to introduce our friend that just stumbled? Yeah, in the yeah, old, yeah, yeah. That way he can talk. You know, it's our yeah. quiet. So we got with us Captain John Irwin, uh, local captain here, world traveler, car now car building enthusiast. Yeah, not at all. That's right. He's not at all. He really does it all. As they but, say, yeah. farmer. But, oh farmer. yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. Yeah, he does all the things. Like yeah, you, live out, you live out in the island country. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It actually took you like forty-five minutes to get here. Probably. It did. It did. That's what it said. <laughs> yep. At least, you're, at least you're going against traffic. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I, I went the right way for sure. I remember for when sure. I first moved here. One like me and you went fishing for tarpon, um, and we fished out of North Edisto. We fished out mm-hmm. Rockville. Yep. And with your dad. Yeah, with my dad. And uh-huh. I remember having to go out there. And it's the first time I've ever been to Rockville. And I was like, where the f- are we going? Like, I mean, I, and back in those days, like, it was even, it seemed even further because town ended, like, yeah. a lot shorter <laughs> than it does now. Yeah, town center was like a pilgrimage back yeah. then. Yeah. So, like, everything was, like, more condensed. So, I just remember just driving. I'm like, man, we're on the end of the earth. Now, I'm like, 
you know, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll run yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah that's You probably count. didn't have to get that far away from people yet, but you were just like being progressive back then. And we're we're not away. too far down there. We're kind of like uh, right. You go over the bridge at Church Creek, and we're really right there okay. on the left. Oh, we're nice. on Bohickett Creek. Oh wow! Oh, we're okay. Right wow. there. Okay. Yeah, not far down. Nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, because yeah, because Wamal goes. A, it, goes it goes out there, and there's lots of little hiding places back in there. He's <laughs> one of the first people I fished with. When I moved here, yeah, he yeah. was. He was. Yeah. I, I was. I've told the story to a lot of people, but I came to Charleston <laughs> and, and I worked at the Angler, and I got moved in here. Like I came, I moved to town. What year is this? Crap. Let's give us two thousand five, okay. give or take. Ooh. And so I get here. I my stuff's still in boxes. I had to go to work the first day. My first day at work. <laughs> Erwin comes in the back door, and this is long-haired Erwin. And you're like 19? You're uh-huh. 20, 19? I was, yeah. I was uh, long-haired. Yeah. I actually had yeah, a little uh, bit left. I would have been, <laughs> I would have been 20. Like enough where I could barely pull it off. I would have been 20 years old. Yeah, 20 years old. And, and, you're, and you're fresh off the mountains, or how long no, have you been no, here? No, I've been here a while, yeah. um, since okay. uh, like 99. Sorry, I'm just trying yep. to set No, you're good. Set. Well, but you guys, yeah. I came straight out of the mountains, and I've been working fly shops in the mountains. But, like, I'm now in a tackle shop, right? Like, a real tackle shop with bait and shit that I don't have any idea what I... I don't know what any of the stuff is. Didn't you like, have I, a Hughes, man? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But he comes walking to the back door with two Cobia that he caught, like, that morning. <laughs> I'd never seen a Cobia before. So you were always doing the Cobia thing. He just come rolling in, and he's like, hey, I was good out there. And then, so, like, we started talking, and he's like, oh, you know, he's from Charlotte. I'm yeah. from Morganton. We're yeah. like, yeah, talking to people we knew mutually and all that stuff. And then he's like, yeah, we ought to go fish sometime. We switch numbers. This is flip phone days. And I was like, yeah, people say that every day, you know, every day in a tackle shop, we ought to go fish sometime. That night at like 1030 at night, I'm sitting <laughs> in my apartment. Boop, boop. <laughs> hey, it's so John it Irwin. I don't know quick. if you remember me, but you want to go fish in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude. Oh, man. So we were like, the, my third day in Charleston was on his boat mm-hmm. in the harbor looking for jacks back mm-hmm. before they disappeared. So that's the first pretty time. quick, mm-hmm. like turn of events as far as like yeah. trying to like meet the right. Cause I remember I did that when I lived out in Wyoming in this faraway land in the, only thing you want to do is meet one of the guys and kind of befriend them, yeah. but that takes a while. I didn't have anything to do with it. He was just nice I enough. That was I was cool immediately that was drawn cool to Mike. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. immediately it's drawn. Easy and to he do immediately that. regretted it when he put a twelve weight in a kid from the mountains' hands and never cast another six. I couldn't even double. But that was a bit. I was, was like out there, like <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Why don't you go stand up there with this? No, rod he just handed me a spinning rod. So we're gonna do some trout fishing. <laughs> I mean, as you can as you can clearly look back on it now easily, but that was a pretty awesome thing to have happen oh, to you that quick. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and yeah. I've always, yeah, always, always appreciated that. But yeah, yeah, we were fast friends, that's for sure. Yeah, and we now call him Earl. Earl. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we call yeah. Him, everybody called him Earl back in those days. He'd yeah. come into work at the Angler and go take a nap upstairs on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. Man. I always seemed to be able to dodge the actual work portion of the day. <laughs> we, we used to joke. So were you working in the shop? So people, too? yeah, I worked in there, and if, okay. if somebody wanted to talk about fishing, I would emerge and then okay. you know, <laughs> stuff yeah. with so it. retail dodger. You, Hello, you, oh, yeah. Okay, inventory dodger, <laughs> like counting anything. I'm out. Yeah. You know, I would sell some stuff, spool some line. Yeah. I, I've actually got a lot of the old equipment from the Charleston Angler in my shop. I've got the old oh, line winder. Nice. I've got the freezer. <laughs> I, I inherited all that yeah. stuff. We know? uh we used to joke because our one we'd be in the shop and we'd be all leaning up on the stuff like chatting and, and Caroline who owned the shop had an yeah. office in the back corner. Yeah. And she she'd come out and John would see her before we did somehow every time and we'd hear a noise and we'd all turn and look like, Hey Caroline, she's like, Hey, can you guys do whatever, whatever, whatever? And we'd like, yeah, like, Yeah, yeah, we got it. We turn around and John was gone. Like he was just like he had literally just been like 
Or I was really good at like making it like a <laughs> just it was like Batman yeah, and fishing line. It was like the Batman, you know, straightening out every Batman line. movie where they turn around like, hey, and they turn around like, I hate when he does. That. No, but Earl would just be, and then you'd like she'd disappear, and like you'd see a head come out from behind a clothing rack. Like, <laughs> Is she still here? <laughs> so the opposite of that, the opposite of that, when I worked at the Fish Hawk, yeah, was James yeah. Bice. Gary would yeah, come around James the corner and be like, spear. James, would you do something? He'd be like, no. <laughs> And Gary would just look at him like, "All right, well, <laughs> like it's just the complete opposite. Like you know, not gonna do that, Gary. He just so. got away with it with his good looks and his uh, funniness. Yeah, like, who else was in there? Because those are some names in the Charleston community. In the Charleston Angler, so Matt Perkinson worked okay. there. He's DNR. Um, he works now. at DNR. He's okay. got a good job at DNR. Um, um, he's been there forever. It was Avram uh, and now. Gene. Avram <laughs> Kronsberg, who's no, passed away. Um, pillar in the fishing community. Yeah. Uh, Gene's still alive. Uh, G- oh, yeah. Jeannie. I see. Uh, I see Jeannie coming on the Harley down my old Oakcrest Street. <laughs> You're ready to engage for like an hour. Oh, you God. know, you got to lock in. You got to latch on. But no, Gene's still, he's doing good. He had a heart attack, um, oh, no. but no, he recovered from that. Doesn't surprise me at all. He's an excitable little guy. Yeah, he, gets, yeah. he gets fired but, up. No, he's doing good. Gene Lloyd Williams. Oh, yeah. Lloyd Man, y'all had some characters. And uh, was in Abaco for a long time. And yeah, Lloyd, was, Lloyd's now in Beaufort. I think I he's seen, doing property yeah. management, killing huge deer, fishing all the time. I hate him. Love doing it. Doing really good. Yeah. yeah. Lloyd's doing good. I forget. Yeah. Then, we, of course, like, you know, then the younger guys, all of us, like me and Tucker and all those guys, JJ and. Tucker was there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tucker really? showed up towards the end of the. When we opened the Mount Pleasant one. Wow. And then Daniel Nussbaum. Oh, big Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Big yeah. Tucker. Daniel Nussbaum showed up about 2006 when we opened up Mount Pleasant. He's now vice president of Z-Man, runs that Yeah, whole thing Yeah, I know there. Daniel. Yeah, he's great. So guy. there's um, an established alumni of Charles. Oh, yeah. oh, oh big yeah. time. The old school. Big time. Old school was a good yeah. Dave Peralta, of oh, course. Dave Peralta. Just passed yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace, Dave. But man. I inherited yeah. all Dave's cast nets. His wife, Penny, I worked with her for oh, years. Yes, yeah. And mm-hmm. she's like, I got to get some place. crap out of here. And his garage looks like a tackle store. I mean, it's just immaculate. It's amazing. I'm sure it's perfectly all. She's like, I need all this. Just go through whatever you want. Whatever you don't take, I'm going to throw away and i mean it was like you know like big super spreader like deep dropping nets and like all this other shit but so i i, I did get yeah i got blessed with a little bit of that stuff and i texted like i texted greg and i'm like hey man i'm not what about cole? To take your brother's stuff cole, cole was, was there later. brandon yeah those brandon. guys were a little bit later maybe uh yeah. 2012 yeah by the yeah. time i got here is when cole yeah. was working there, there. that I was started a concentration a though of awesome fishing knowledge yeah we, yeah i mean it was For good sure. i mean really cool they brought me i didn't know like i said i knew fly fishing but mountain yeah. fly fishing and a little bit of bone fishing i didn't know yeah. really anything else and these guys like they i mean i just sit back there with Avram and gene just listen to them talk shit at five in the morning on saturday mornings and then mm-hmm. john taking me fishing and stuff like it brought me up to speed but you ha- you did you had like a yeah you had a if you were willing to come in with knowledge. the right attitude yeah. and ask the right questions you could there was a good group learn of guys a lot. in there I mean, the shop had this great feel. It had this big glass table in the middle. Oh, with yeah. All the reels yeah. in it and everything. I, I miss it had a really good look to it. When they redid and it and did all that. Yeah. It was yeah, like, they kind of pushed the flash. Well, by the time I moved here, the, the flash stuff was kind of all in that little yeah. corner. Over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't make any money. I mean, well, because, like, you know, they like I fought with Carolina a lot to keep the amount of tying stuff we had. But, like, when you look at a wall in a retail space, you know, the same space that a T-shirt encompasses. Yeah. You can stuff that with as much fly time material as you can. You're still not going to make as much as what those T-shirts will on that same square. You know what I'm saying? So from a dollars and cents, like it was, I fought for every square inch I could get to hang another feather or another. Paul, you, you know, know about that, right? <laughs> a little bit, but mainly, 
mainly the retail side of it is for sure. I mean, like, yeah. and the amount of yeah. T-shirts that that store would sell with that Charleston Anger oh logo. On oh it. man, they were printing money. With yeah, those now that logo was everywhere. Yeah, she still owns all that. She bought it back from the guy she sold it yeah. to, and so she's still mm-hmm. making. Now, some wasn't of those. that off of like a, like a Windows icon? Yeah. It was a uh, it was a was clip it? art from Windows like the old old. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't it was, know that. It was like Windows ninety six or something. Yeah, it was like Windows ninety five clip art, and me like went Microsoft. In and, uh, the original owners. It wasn't even dot on there. It wasn't Caroline oh. who did it. It was, um, <laughs> Rick, it was Hess. Rick and Hess and those boys when they owned it, and they went in and just added a dot in there like where the tail was because the Windows one didn't have a dot. And here we go. Voila. <laughs> it's on every really? car in Charlotte, yeah. North Carolina. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I did. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't like, know little that. rumblings of that. But there, I that's the story I was told by Caroline. I, like I, they might have adapted. It yeah, song yeah. Or something yeah. Like I was, that's the story I was told by Caroline, but she didn't do it. Are those so. leather? What is that there? Oh, that's moleskin. You'll get that one day. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? It's nice. You gotta want some of these, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> we you shaved. <laughs> we shaved his chest hairs for like a month, and then wore them all again. So did you? I know you got it out west. Was it Colorado? Montana. Montana. Yep. We're big, in Montana. Big Sky, um, Hebgen Lake, West Yellowstone. Okay. Area, where we always okay. go with the family. Like, so where we what, just got back from. And you're originally from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So Born what brought Charlotte. you here and made you move from there to here with the idea of, did you come here thinking so you were a guy here? So my folks were here. Uh, oh, okay. My dad was here. My dad and stepmom, and we had spent a ton of time here uh, okay. growing up. You so know. you were familiar with it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you come here knowing that you were kind of wanting to put fresh water behind you and wanted to do the adventure some of salt water and learn all these new things? Or I was in a spot where it was, um, I'd say it was it was definitely a goal, but it was uh, did not feel very achievable. I was about as broke. As you could be. <laughs> That's what happens when you live about out in as Montana. As broke as yeah. you could be. And I really, really, really needed a boat. Um, and, uh, yeah, I ended up, you know, finally scrounging enough together. It took took a year and change okay. to buy that old Hughes uh, bone fisher. And I thought I saw it the other day, but I'm not sure if it was it or not. Yeah. But it's still around. I, I got one now. That was like the first real flats boat I ever fished on was your Hughes. And now I own a 95 bone fisher that I, you know, you've seen it. I wrote pictures of it. Uh, Maybe that's his old, oh, uh, you said no, red. No, it was, uh, it was definitely not Irwin's old ride. It was, yeah. uh, it was brick red with the cream top originally. Now she's all sea foam. And, she, uh, it was a, it was a time where, you know, I could have ended up anywhere, I think, really. Yeah. Well, you know, what made you leave Montana? Just wasn't, just like you said, wouldn't make a lot of money out there, huh? Yeah, well, everything was good in Montana, so I had joined a buddy of mine, and we were going to go over and uh, ski in New Zealand. That okay. was our plan for the off summer. Season. For yeah. the off-season. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted to go to New Zealand. So we wandered down this way because it was off-season up there. There wasn't anything to do to make any money. It was kind of in between. So we came down to work, and we, we landed in Boone, of all places, and we worked – for a number of weeks, kind of got, you know, the guy I was with, you know, he had the right idea and the right goals and the right mindset. Yeah. And then um, I woke up one morning and he was gone and I was basically Whoa. stuck. Okay. All the money we'd yeah. saved up, everything. So I yeah. kind of ended up just like stuck. I was stuck. Yeah. stuck. North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was stuck. There you go. Well, and I had a Subaru, down. had like two gears left in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least as long as you knew how to work those gears. Yeah, I had yeah. traded a Scout exactly like I have driven here tonight that I had then for that Subaru that I drove across the country and it was wow. <laughs> I was stuck stuck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh gotcha. part of that part of the journey, you know, it was kind of like a time in my life where like I said, you know, I could have ended up here but i really could have ended up anywhere yeah yeah i really okay. could end up anywhere i was just kind of what's well, a good kind of living surviving yeah yeah very cool well and you got here i know when i met you you were still working at the shop you were doing like cabinetry during the winter time and you mm-hmm. had the hues at that point but mm-hmm. i think you just had it a few years yep um taking a few people fishing that came into the store that's yeah. kind of where it, where it started but now shit man you're I, I send people to you all the time. I'm like, look, you're not going to be able to fish with John. <laughs> I do I that like, same thing. I was like, but John yeah. knows. Like, who, who should I fish with? John's like, got John, guys. Like, I was like, because I'm not in touch anymore. And, you know, I know draw. a few names here and there, of course. I'm like, yeah, don't worry. Yeah. He'll take care of you. He'll get you with somebody who's going to take you fishing. Yeah, and right. Fish. And <laughs> I, I think that's in the end, you know, when I, when I do, when somebody does come my way and maybe I can't take him, I don't send you a bunch of phone numbers. I'll call a few buddies and yeah. ask where you're staying and try to help you legitimately and rather than just stringing you, you down the line mm-hmm, there's yeah. a lot of people out there i hadn't fished the harbor much lately and i uh, <laughs> wandered up there today from uh Wamla and uh you know it's like don't really recognize i, I, I pull up like anybody. i've been out there's a lot going on yeah. i've been without a boat for three years <laughs> rebuilding this hughes and yeah. so i haven't fished much and i but now i've gone to the, you know now i've got the boat up and running we've been doing a lot of family stuff and stuff Normally, I used to go to the ramp, and like inevitably, I had to talk to somebody in the yeah. parking line. I'd you would know, see somebody. I'd see the guides lined up, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's so and so," on a boat come by. I'm like, "Oh, there goes such and such." I got down, and I could see guides. Like I could tell they had sports, and they're guides. And all this. I'm like, I don't know any of these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know a face. Like yeah. I'm like, I have no idea who that is. And that didn't used to be the case because there used to be like. You could drive down Charleston when I first got here, and I'd be like, I'd see a flats boat being towed. That was a rarity, anyway. And I knew who it was. I knew where he liked to fish. I knew, like, you know, because there's yeah. only, there wasn't that many now. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's, uh, it's a lot it's a different now. game. Bro. So yeah. when you started, there were a lot of the old school guys were still here. Like, was Sandy still, like, running around? Like, Stir? Yeah. And, like, um, yeah, and I, Peter I would Brown. Say, um, yeah, Peter, Peter. Peter and I are pretty close in age. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, like, on James Island, uh, you know, Chris Chavis, there was a guy named Shannon Pitts. I think I Shannon, Shannon lives up in Wilmington now. Um, it was uh, – So it was um, a handful of people, basically. It was a handful what of guys. Many? Like, if you went to the boat ramp on mm-hmm. a Tuesday mm-hmm. night and it was a six-foot tide at 7 p.m., there were, like, two cars in the parking yeah. lot. Really? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> You could go to anywhere you wanted, any spot you wanted. You could ever. launch at Isle of Palms on a Saturday afternoon yeah. with a perfect tide and Imagine that. cruise the intercoastal and Imagine look at that. the flats and pick which one you wanted to go. Yeah, I get nervous just getting close to the, the boat ramp, wondering like, am I even going to have a place park to park? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah. we're going to go Saturday morning just to take my daughter and wife just to go to Sandy Point, and I'm already nervous about getting there at eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, oh, I do. That's yeah, when, when we do the beach thing with the family. I'm like, we launch no later than on a weekend. I'm like, or a yeah. holiday. I'm like, 
we're gonna be at the ramp at eight a.m. Like, yeah, because I'm not no questions dealing asked. with it. Yeah. You know, I, I I knew that like we would have that conversation tonight about like what it was like. Yeah, and oh yeah, 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 and you know, I think that I I was thinking about that like on the way here because I knew that it was it's it, inevitable it would come yeah. up, mm-hmm. and I think you know everything kind of like you, you end up adapting to it. You know, mm-hmm. I bought another boat. Um, I've got another boat coming now, mm-hmm. um, and you're just kind of uh, changing. You know, I I fish Monday through friday now i don't fish on saturday or sunday unless it's like a huge favor uh to a friend and i i really i don't fish those tides anymore mm-hmm. yeah. 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 in the summer yeah. i fish them september october i yeah. kind of get yeah. um the best times and get the best mm-hmm. i like the sneaky tide like that one that like yep. ain't supposed to be a tide but like you start watching and you're like and it's you'll see, happen. and there'll still be these people out there, but it'll be the guys that you don't mind being out there because those guys are also the guys watching. They're not looking yeah. at the tide log. Like, they're watching conditions. And the, thing, the thing is, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, the thing is, I don't even think it's like a, it, it's everywhere, though. You go anywhere it is these days. Yeah. It's you go to East out. Texas, yeah. it's like, I don't fish on the weekends anymore. It's, t- it's a, a cluster. It's too yeah. much. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you go anymore. It's Montana, it's Wyoming, it's California. Absolutely. People... We've just marketed fishing, yeah, and well. fishing's fun, yeah. it's awesome. and you can't blame people for loading the parking lot mm-hmm. on a right. Saturday morning. Yeah, it's yeah. just how it is now. Yeah, I, I helped create that. I try know, to I check. We all did. Yeah, right. We you all know, did. You yeah. spent yeah. ten years promoting that. it. Yeah. You're guiding. Yeah. You know, I yeah, videos, I did my damage. movie. Yeah, I mean, like everybody at this table is guilty. Absolutely. I mean, I was told I ruined fishing here back in. Oh, I've been told that numerous times. Yeah, we had a good little run. Yeah. The one thing I do like. I guess kind of take heart in, but also I'm fascinated by is that Charleston to me is tough enough. And I've been blessed enough to fish in enough like different places that I really feel like Charleston is tough enough to where if you've got something, if you're, you're going to make it here, you're going to have to figure it. It's going to yeah. weed at, it's going to weed you out really quick for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe that's not true, but Depends on what you got behind you. Yeah. If you got, if you need it or not. Like in Irwin's case, he was. I feel like if somebody hangs around here for two years, tides weed people out too. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's so dramatic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's harder to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think our our fishery is great. Like I, I get calls from people that are thinking about starting or maybe going to do it. Mm -hmm. Young people. How do you deal with that? And I, I, you know, I, I do. you know, I've made suggestions to people like, Hey, you know, if I was just like getting going right now and this is like what I knew I wanted to do and I was really going to dig into it and I knew I was committed, I might think about like certain fisheries that are destination type fisheries, you know, we're, 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 a we're a great fishery. Um, but I think, um, you know, a lot of our clientele is like everybody, 95% of the people that I take are people that I've fished with before. And that's because they got a house here that they come to visit. It's a nice place to hang out. It's got good fishing. It's got phenomenal fishing at times, you know, Mm -hmm. um, we always come, uh, you know, people are always like, Oh God, they fished in Louisiana. Now they're coming (laughs) here. They're going to think it sucks. But the truth be told on that, like when the fishing is great in Louisiana, like mm-hmm. in November and December and January, mm-hmm. the fishing is insane here. Yeah, that's is. like really good here it too. Is, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, you, you we've we've got our moments, we've got our seasons, and we've got uh, the different stuff that you've got to mm-hmm. do and adapting. You know, it's like yeah. I kind of you know was thinking about the the crowds and the way I fish now, and it's like, well, uh, 
you know, I've had to adapt. And I was like, golly, I wish I knew some of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, but that's part of the process. Hindsight right? is 2020. You probably also get the, the weekend guy here for a wedding. Well, my windows tend to two. Yeah. On, on Friday, <laughs> call well, me, the tides don't yeah. fit your window, and, they, and I wouldn't yeah. have known that before I moved here. Right, like it's just mm-hmm. it's such a huge tide effect that yeah, it is. You got it. Well, uh, we can go out and try, but I mean, it's a mid tide mm-hmm. to a rising to a mid tide. That's yeah. going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, the, in the winter, you know, the high tide in the winter, you can still find floaters, but I'm sure it's just a tough. Right. That's why I couldn't be a fishing guide. I'm sure. just I don't have that mentality to make sure that this guy has a good time. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, a lot of people can close the door and see you later, but I'd be like feeling mm-hmm. guilty for the next five hours. You my, know? But, my thing though, and I think something that Erwin excels at, uh, I, I did a very tiny, tiny amount of gotten, but the thing I always thought I tried to tell myself, cause I was panicked like that. Cause people paying you all this money and like, I've got to catch fish, you know, I got to do all the things. But the thing that Erwin does so well, and I'm bragging on you is the only thing you can control as a fishing guy is the environment on your skiff, right? Like yeah. that's the only thing you have total complete control like you guide have, not because no matter how good you are yeah. at planning and, mm-hmm. and tides and and your knowledge base sometimes fish are just fucking fish and they don't want to play the game right mm-hmm. but john is such like he's so easy going you talk to anybody it doesn't fucking matter mm-hmm. and like you can't be on john's boat more than five minutes and you're just laughing your ass off and you're making <laughs> sure. dirty yeah. so that guy's gonna get off the boat and be like man i had a good time he didn't give like i i, I don't yeah. think he would ever i mean yes if you caught a lot of fish great and there are people that come in that are just wanting numbers and they want to click something and take the picture of the fish. I get that. <laughs> but generally speaking, I think Erwin, just your personality disarms a lot of that. Yeah. Like those dudes are like, man, you know, the fishing suck, but God, that was a lot of fun. He's a good, you know? he's just yeah. a good old guy. <laughs> it was fun. Man. It's a unique environment. So, I mean, do you feel yeah. that way? Do you feel like you try to really just like make sure that you're controlling everything you can to like, yeah. Are you trying to create that or is that just like natural for you? I, mean, I think that, you know, I, the more I tr- travel and the more I fish and the more places I go and we love fishing with guides like Caroline and all these hire guides and I like going with guides to other places. I, I, I know what I like. Mm-hmm. You know, I know like that experience uh, that I want to have. I mean, I've been, uh, you know, in places like Cuba where it's, you know, the most fabulous tarpon fishing you've ever had and not touched a fish for a couple of days mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know yeah and then the all of a sudden you go yeah, yeah. With, yeah with that that time mm. you spend with that guy and um you know that, that and, and your buddy and you know just kind of you know the the funny thing about here too is uh, i mean i get guys that i fish with sometimes for three days two days you know it's originally these little short stints you know we go traveling to these great places we got six days to make it happen we yeah. get two good days we get two okay days we get two crappy days and that's mm-hmm. usually the kind of course of it and, and even in an exceptional fishery so it's kind of got to be, um, you know, it's got to be about the whole experience, you yeah. know, like, uh, I was fishing with Reese Havens in, in Cuba and we had a, a terrible, blow, Good dude. Good um, <laughs> a horrible cold front. I mean, it was blowing 60 miles an hour. It was hailing. Was it, it May was, in May? It was in early, late April. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, late wow. April. Okay. And then the next day it was obviously totally affected by that. And, you know, you've got all this, these, I got 12 people down there and, uh, everybody's like no fish, 
You know, yeah. even day two, it was off. You know, mm-hmm. I actually had a fish refuse my fly down there, which I've never had happen yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Usually, you put it in front of them. It's like where every tarpon wants to eat your fly, right? Right. right. Um, so it's it's that part of that it, that part of the experience. Even like you kind of got to keep your head in the game. You kind of got to be mm-hmm. like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, we're going on day three, and and you know, you're with a, a bunch of people, and everybody's paid a lot of money to be there. Some people know the game some people had not mm-hmm. been there before did not know what to expect so um yeah. you know it's uh, that that part of it's great too but yeah. you know being here i think sometimes you you know you've got one guy for four hours one day yeah <laughs> yeah and you're trying yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. and you're trying to make an impression mm-hmm. on a fishery where you know if i had that guy for five days you know and mm-hmm. i could you know wiggle in and out and struggle yeah. and do well and do okay and struggle and do good you know, um, I feel like we don't quite have that opportunity. Sometimes I'll get a guy for five days, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty rare. And that, that is true. You go to a place like that and you see the progression of the fishery over five days. You can leave. Even if you had a good week or a bad week, you can at least get off the boat saying that was really cool. And I love all the things we saw and all the things we did on. But, yeah, one day that's, that's a tough way to really get the impression to this person mm-hmm. about this fishery. Yeah, that's a hard job. The, the other thing I wanted to ask John is what it's like. How much responsibility do you feel because you host trips mm-hmm. like to other places? Yeah. So do you feel like a big responsibility for like eight people that were going to this you know other fishery? You, they don't know you know it, but you know they can't tackle it the way you can. I mean, do you feel responsible because you're not with them every day? Right. Yeah. And you're like, I hope, well, you, I hope, you, I hope the God's good, you know, like <laughs> yeah. he's a new God or, right, right, um, yeah, right. stuff like that. I yeah. think, um, but it, it, it again, you know, kind of gets back to that experience and mm. you start to hone in on places. I'm kind of uh, guilty of, I'll go to a place and I'll have a great trip and I'll be like, we are going there every year <laughs> for the next 52 years. We're going to fish on the full moon yes, in yeah. April. Yeah. It's going to be perfect every time. It's not. It doesn't. Yeah. Happen. You know, it's yeah. not like yeah. that. Um, and you know, I, I've got a, a, a great group of travelers. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's probably a list of twenty-five really good core people that mm-hmm. I can pick up the phone and That's call. Cool. And it's kind of in a little bit of a mode where I can I can mix it mm-hmm. just right. Yeah, you're stirring it up. You're like, just right. this is mm-hmm. the group I like. like these to guys do. do not mesh. Yeah, these yeah. guys will never fish together again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you remember when you and I were in the Bahamas? Yes, and a couple of times. There was a, one of these times. I, I can't quite remember if you were on that plane or you were with me, but we, basically, it broke down. We were getting over to the Andros, and where were we? We, we had to oh. fly. And remember, we saw one plane take off. Yeah, it was my boy uh, Od- Od- Odell, I think. Odell, he was the pilot. He had a little name tag on. Yeah, and we were we were getting ready to get in our plane to go, and suddenly they came flying back. No, in. that was me. I was in the plane. That you were in back the, down. And I saw your face <laughs> in the window, and you were like this. You're like. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Did they leave something important or something? No, they took off and the plane couldn't make the trip. And they had to like, was it too heavy or what? I was in the front seat. Um, Mike (laughs) Abel Sr. is like kind of catty corner. So I could see him in the rear view mirror. Uh, A couple guys from Wells Fargo, Dave McCallum, Robert Mm -hmm. Vinge. Good guys. Um, who too. else was in there? Was, man. It was a it was great. A, it was group a can. We were packed in there tight. Not a big deal. Thirty minute flight to Andros from yeah. wherever Grand Bahama. That's it, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, man, that thing gets off the ground and it starts going. Whip, 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 whip. 
just the little alarm, yeah. And, and it just did not sound right. Was it a weight issue? And all of a sudden, my boy Odell starts peeling that thing. Uh, and the one thing I learned after that, unless you can get to a certain altitude, and I think this happens in Alaska, yeah. you have got to get to a certain altitude to be able to turn. Yes, you did. I mean, yeah. we could... we. I think we barely made it. Uh, <laughs> you like barely a, made like it. A little tree and, and Odell said, I think we could have made it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Odell, what happened, man? Uh, and he goes, I, I think we could have made it. And he's like, but I didn't want a chance. <laughs> oh, God. Whip, whip, Like Robert Vinci, that was <laughs> his eyeballs were like this. Oh, God. What was the issue? Like, what was the problem? I can't remember what it was. Um, I, it was engine. I mean, okay. there, were, there were some heavy so stuff. Y'all had to get a different exhaust or something. It was, yeah. So I flew into right. Bimini with Bridger one time, <laughs> which you know Bridger. Yes, and yes. so he was piloting for a while and doing some island hopping stuff. So we booked a charter with him to take my family in. And we go out and we, you know, the private charters, you go to the, like, we're in Lauderdale and, and you go in there and you just walk in the hangar and, you know, the plane's sitting there and you, know, you load all your things. Like you're getting in a car in a garage, you know, and they wheel you out. And when we walk out, Bridger comes up in his short shorts and, you know, big old grin. He gives me a hug. And I look over around his shoulder, and there's a Bahamian under the plane just, like, whacking something with a hammer. <laughs> I mean, just clang, clang. Yeah, and I'm like, together. hey, Bridger, what's up with that? He goes, oh, don't worry about that, old boy. It's fine. <laughs> and Duct tape. Yeah, we made it. But, yeah. yeah. It's uh, if you haven't if you don't have a sketchy flight story from flying around the Bahamas to oh go bone fishing, gosh, you haven't totally. been to the Bahamas to go bone fishing yet. Not enough. Not, <laughs> not enough. enough. It's just sketchy not stepping enough. on those planes. We definitely got a big old plane after that. Remember? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Old nice plane. We were like, we don't bring care those, how much it costs. All those king, us, we're not doing that right again. There. Oh, my yeah. favorite those King Airs, the wing on top, oh, King yeah. Air. Like, yeah. oh, that's that's a cush that's a cush ride. The caravans, those are nice too. Well, we've had a little thirty minute run. Let's give the people a break for. All right. Yeah. We're going to do a little yeah. breather, breather and then we'll come back. Yeah. Just you just want to. He just wants some commercials. Yeah. <laughs> All right. God, that was 30 minutes. Our ass is going to be tall. Are you a man and just not feeling so manly anymore? Well, come on down to Mike Benson's Domesticated Man Workout Camp. That's right. For two weeks, you can stay in Mike Benson's backyard garage while you work on all his weight loss exercises proven over time, like taking out the trash, bringing all the groceries into the house on one trip, real-time live reenactment of classic WWE pay-per-view videos, slamming the door in frustration, finding that weird noise that Mike's wife's car makes occasionally, and many more. So that's right, sign on up for Mike Benton's Domesticated Man Workout Camp. This is an official weight loss product of Southern Culture on the Fly. Three, two, one. We're on the air. Hello. Are you really, Paul, I are you really playing this again? No. Mics are dead right now. Oh. 
Got my baby, yeah, she's riding on 30s jet. Worst. Her little so shining <laughs> wranglers named Koa, yeah. <laughs> my Koa? dog's got a new bone, okay, chew it all night. Got some friends, they know how to have a good time. Got that bump, bump, singing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <The> bump, bump. <laughs> this is the way. Oh, please stop, please stop. Please stop. So, Erwin, you missed the first segment, but this guy that's singing that horrible I'll amalgamation. I'll play the song. Huh? I'll play the song. Don't. No, let's not. Let's no, not go we there. wasted enough time on this guy. He's, he made what he considers to be the new Charleston theme song, and it's just the worst. Really? He's it's just so thrown together every bad, bad cliche bad. from every like pop country yeah. song you've ever heard in your life and added like Charleston in there occasionally. And it's for real. It's, oh. It's awful. Oh, it's for real. <laughs> it's blasting on them boats <laughs> out on the beach. It's awful, man. It's so Lord, bad. Uh, mercy. What's, that, what's that island called out there? Uh, the out in the harbor? The on Morris Island? Morris, Morris Island. Yeah, that is yeah. out there probably I'll jamming. Send, I'll send you the yeah. link to the video. With the worry. stripper poles out there. Oh, I yeah. thought you might be thinking of Kusabu, but some, somebody <laughs> might bazooka your boat if you played some <laughs> crap like that up in there. Oh. You might get a, a missile across the bow. <laughs> it's rough, man. It's you know, I'm gonna I guess I gotta give the guy some props yeah. for doing it. He but put himself out there. That takes a lot of guts, but he should just uh. take himself right on back in and stop. Immediately. Oh, Billy! I, I don't. I, mean, I apparently I don't know. He he. His not video me. For the Charleston thing was just. I just think he all did the it out on you hate in Monkey Charleston, Island, riding around in boats <laughs> with a really shitty charcuterie board. It John, was just <laughs> tell tell Paul Monkey Island is real. In Beaufort, right? Yeah. No, it's it's not in Beaufort. Well, there's one in Beaufort. Yeah, there's one in Beaufort. The pharmaceutical monkeys that live oh. on the island out there. Oh, <laughs> <a> little. <laughs> That's were. a band name, it's pharmaceutical monkey. Though. That's where they got from. That's they were, our band name. Yeah. I'm going to play monkeys. cowbell. I did get my current band name from this when we started talking about straight 80, straight 60. I was like, straight 80, that's a band name. Straight 80, yeah. That's oh, our band name. saw the burping dolphin. <laughs> Mike, you got any, you got any good hospital stories, come yeah. to think of it? I do, actually. I don't ever, oh. I don't ever bring ding, work ding, home ding, with me, ding. but... Check we got we got to talk about this one. So okay. I, I, none of y'all have never mentioned where hospital work at. I'm never gonna, and I'm not gonna mention any names here. So you can keep your HIPAA worries to yourself. Nobody's okay. gonna be able to identify. I don't got no this. hippos. So this fellow rolls in from one of our outline ERs. Uh, he's a schizophrenic crackhead alcoholic um, mm. who the police dropped off at the Triple front door threat. He was, resume. He was walking <laughs> down the threat. street drinking wine. Uh, long story short, police drop him off. He's perfectly well. He's not fine, but there's nothing really wrong with him. Until he mentions that he's been falling a lot, and they scan his head and they find a little head bleed, but nothing's going to kill him, so don't get all sad for the okay, man. Okay. But he probably, who knows how long that thing's been in there. So they ship him to our hospital because we do neurosurgery there. We do brain surgery. So the okay. neurosurgeons want to evaluate him at our hospital. So I get stuck with the crackhead, alcoholic, schizophrenic. Now, his head's literally cracked. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. It's it's, oh. it's an internal bleed. Like if you thump your head hard enough, a blood vessel can burst in there and okay. bleed. Kind of thing. You don't need to. Actually, crash I was just trying goal. to do a playoff. I'll I, tell you I all about it later. But that's not the part of the story that really matters. So, the, so schizophrenia can manifest in a lot of different ways. One of the ways that it can manifest uh, outside of paranoia and that kind of thing is hypersexuality, <laughs> right? So these Lord. folks just like are Sexual super inappropriate, chocolate. like super mm. just bad. So this guy thing, he's just what? he's just whipping it out and going at it on himself every time oh, he gets a chance. Hello? Wait, Particularly when any of my female nurses are in the room or around the room, he just whips it out and goes at it and and talks nastiness to them. And that's what? part, yeah, that's wow. part of his. Oh, that Paul? So basically, I spent my whole. <laughs> 
I spent my whole time running in this room telling this man to put his dick back in his pants, you know, and I and stop talking to my nurse. Sexuality. This so just this went on. a weird so direction. He rolls. He rolls in at the end of my shift, like so seven, six thirty, seven afternoon. This goes on all night. The night shift. There's a guy there that night. So he's they put the guy with him, and and they had to like fight him all night just to keep his dick in his pants and quit doing crazy shit. So then the no, next day, I don't think so. Yeah. So the next day, the uh, the the neurosurgery team comes in bright and early. They look at the scans. They're like, "This is he's perfectly fine. This is stable. He looks old. We're not going to do anything. Get him how old, out." Of here. How old is this guy? Oh, 60. Did, something like that. He had in- insurance. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they're like, "It's stable." Good question. Good they're, question. Like, they're like, "He's stable. Get him out." So uh, we're working on discharge. So it's. By this point, oh. it's like 8 a.m. We're trying to get him discharged. And we'll give... Now, when people discharge from us and they don't have a ride, we give them a free Uber. Like, we'll call an Uber, okay. pick you up, take you to wherever where? they want. Wherever they want. They get one free ride. They can, like, in this case, North Charleston, wherever San he Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> this is a birthday party, yeah. right? So, at this point, breakfast is, brought, breakfast is brought to this room. And we're in there and we're doing stuff. And, and I'm like, hey, man, you're going to go home today. So eat up, have your breakfast, pancakes and stuff. I'm like, I'm going to be out here getting your stuff together. We'll get you a ride when you're ready. Just give me an address. He had an address yeah. and I checked it on Google to make sure it was a real address. I didn't want to send this guy. Because he's a little mental. I didn't make sure it matched up with what he said. So I was like, all right, we'll get it all set. Up. Then I turn around and he is pouring the maple syrup on himself. And by oh, himself, I mean, his crotch is no. laying down. Like he's laying in bed. He's in a hospital bed. And he's like got everything undressed, and my female nurse Morgan is in the room, but she's got her back to him. And he's just That's lubing get it up sticky. with the maple syrup, <laughs> and just like Whoa. just starts going at it. And Morgan just turns. Yummy. These are these are ICU nurses. Like we don't get shook by much, right? And Morgan's tough as nails, but she turns around, she looks at it, just stares at it, and just looks up. And all of our walls are glass. She just looks at me with this like, "What the fuck? Please help me!" And so I come in there, and he gets so mad at me for interrupting his party. Like, because I come in the room, I'm like, hey, and he whips the sheets up yeah. over his junk, you know, and then he starts yelling at me, this incoherently, with, and he's just shaking his hands at me and pointing at me, and they're just dripping with syrup. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, well, that's all I could, you know, like in some moments, yeah. you just focus on something. I just focus on, like, syrup dripping off this man's hands, and then he forgets what he's yelling about, so he's going, one, two, three, and he's just counting with syrup. I'm like... Did he eat the pancakes? I don't know. <laughs> that's just, I do not want syrup on me either. Like yeah. the thought of syrup on me is just. So ah, yeah, I get called away even a little bit. Yeah, just, <laughs> it's, it, it's with you all day yeah, long. Yeah, I get called away at pancakes, some point for Damn, I didn't get on my elbow. <laughs> 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 this guy had it more places than that. But so I get called away from an emergency call up on the floor. I go, I disappear for like 30 minutes. I come back. Apparently in that time, he just gotten butt naked and walked out in the middle of the hall. Now, I want you to picture this. It's a, sun, it's a Sunday morning yeah. in an ICU. I just extubated a young guy who's like did well, by the way. It was a good, happy story. But his family ain't talked to him in three days. He's been on a ventilator and like dying. Okay. And now they're getting to see him for the first time without the ventilator in his mouth. I got another family whose family member is dying actively. And they're all taking turns coming to say their last goodbyes. I mean, it's a serious place yeah and now there's a naked man covered in syrup just walking out in the room like, oh, I'm a doctor, not a pool, man. so we shove him back in the room we get some scrubs from the uh, ed uh or emergency department and they're like these paper sponge scrubs. bath and so we put him on we just the put paper I the paper is not a good mixture yeah. <laughs> you ought to like tart overestimate how much i care about any of that so we put him we put him in pants hoping that'll help 
And then what he, we're telling him when we get the ride, all this stuff. Well, then it just starts escalating just a little bit more every time. And he starts talking nastier to my nurses. And so I go and I'm like, look, man, you're not going to talk to any of these girls like that. I'm the only guy on the unit. So I'm like, you're not talking to my girls like that. You cannot talk to them like that. It's fucking disgusting. We're getting you a ride. Yeah. Just hang out. Shut up. Eat your food. Let me get you a cab. And you can go home. You can do whatever you want when you go I mean, home. You and then he looks at me dead. Now, now, this is like when you're talking to your kid. I don't have any idea about my kid birthday. yet. Like, I'm trying to be stern. Yeah. I'm mean. I'm pissed off because he's annoying the shit out of me. He's taking my time away. And then he looks at me and goes, back when I used to have teeth, I used to whistle at him. Wee, wee. He said wee, Yeah, you went wee, wee. Made the sound. <laughs> and then now I'm trying not to laugh hysterically. I mean, it's not Old funny. boy's just horned up. Oh, my God. I used to whistle at him. Wee, wee. <laughs> so... So then that goes down, and then finally, at some point, he, he's <laughs> digging through his stuff, he's yeah. digging through his shit, like getting ready for his ride. And I, we didn't check his belongings. Everything's sticking. I'm not the <laughs> I'm not the cops, so I had no reason to search this man when he came in. But he had a papers, he had a lighter papers. He had a lighter in his bag, and it was one of the crack lighters, like the ones you know, the flame like six. So now look once again, we have glass walls in the ICU. All the walls are glass. Why did y'all let so, him keep a lighter? Oh, he didn't know he had it, Doug. I didn't search him. I'm not the cops. I don't search people's shit if I don't need to. But like, so I look in the room and this, now at this point he's sitting on the edge of the bed and he's just waving a lighter at me with a lit. I'm like, he's with syrupy hands. Yeah, I'm like, he's gonna light himself or the room or something on fire. This guy's out of his mind. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, I yeah. can't contain this man anymore. Did you come in with a fire extinguisher? <laughs> I didn't. But so I, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go get this man. But before I could make it to him, he reaches in the bag and he pulls out a hat. And it's one of them garden hats that the old ladies wear. It's like the straw, oh, yeah. but it's floppy. You know? Oh, yeah. I got he one. He shoves yeah. one of them down on his head. Now he's in paper scrubs covered in syrup with a crack lighter and a floppy <laughs> straw hat. It comes strolling wow. out into the Sounds hall. Sounds like a Bill Murray movie. Starts belting hymns, like gospel hymns, as loud as he can. But he's also infusing them with verses and explicatives that were definitely not in the original <clears throat> version. I don't know if you know this, but Amazing Grace so he's apparently col- he's ends collabing. With, yeah, Collab. apparently Amazing Grace ends with "Fuck around with me and you'll find out." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And so like he's he's just going off the chain. I'm like, all right, I gotta we're going. I'll get you, grab your bag. We're gonna go outside. Yeah. You can wait outside. We'll wait outside with the cab. So then I go over to the elevators. I'm taking down the back way because I don't want <laughs> to talk to nobody. Elevators are the big industrial ones, you know, because you're putting beds and stuff in them. I hope so. So I get in, and it's about the time I'm pushing the ground floor button, and I realize that me, I probably shouldn't get in the elevator alone with this man. No. Like, he's <laughs> six years old. I, he, he posed no physical threat yeah, to me. Let's yeah, just yeah. put it that way. Yeah. However, if the door opens on the first floor, and there's a 60-year-old man bleeding in the floor, and I come dragging him out there like a Ray Rice uh, in a hotel, it's going to look Now we bad, got a party. And I got no witnesses. <laughs> He started punching himself. Yeah, exactly. But so I'm thinking all this in my head. I'm like, God dang. I'm like, he's fine. He's not violent. He's just creepy as shit. And he's only really like that to women. So I'm like, whatever. So he comes in and it's a giant ass elevator. And he stands like (laughs) his shoulder (laughs) is touching my shoulder. Like stands right up on me. And I'm like pushing the button. I'm like, oh, buddy. And I was like, I'm like, hey, I'm going to need you to move the fuck over here. I was like, I'm, I'm like, he's making me like he's in my space, and I, yeah. So we get him outside, and, he, and that was the end of it. But yeah, so I, I ten years as a nurse, a lot of it in ICU, not many things um, surprised me. But that man poured that maple syrup and started going to town on himself. I was like, the maple syrup. So yeah. apparently, I have not seen everything in nursing. Paul, yeah. next he's time we want to have a fly fishing podcast, please don't ask me <laughs> what's been going on at the hospital. <laughs> I just want you, next time you're in a hospital and you're, you're dealing with your family, and I understand when people in the hospital, it's, 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 like, just understand that that yeah. nurse that might not get there on time with your ice or your fresh blanket. Or oh, I'm going to give you a hug. Like, like just remember yeah. that 
Sometimes I'm dealing with a man jacking off with maple syrup in the other rooms. <laughs> I'm just trying you to the imagine the, the union between the paper scrubs and the maple syrup. He's probably still working that stuff off of his body. Stuck you know, on like, it, like man. A lot. Hey, man, we all we all sow seeds in life and we reap the harvest. That man. How is it on the back of my calf? How is syrup on the back of my calf? What here. You oh. can go to International House Pancakes oh. and you'll have syrup on some weird part of your body when you're done with it. Yeah. And look, I understand this man had mental issues, and I'm not mad yeah. at the man. It was just, it was too much. It was yeah. chaos. Can I play a That's song a for old time's sakes, just oh, for this God. segment? Go Those pancakes sound good. Mad mind, won't you pissed off about the day? What's kind of sick? Mad mind, won't you pissed off about the day? Always pissed off at something. What's you? <laughs> so. Mad about the old day. school. Let's hear you sing. Really, really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> pissed off about that was Jeff Heath. Uh, his sister, Tobin Heath, is on the U.S. National. She's still on the National. I don't think, so. I don't I don't think, think so. she's on this year. She's on it for two years. Yeah, she won two national or world titles. Yeah. yeah. I think there's I 12 new players on the team, which pushes. Well, well, she's not that on. old. I guess she maybe just no, done. but she's I think that's it. just a young person's sport, though, right? Well, yeah. that, sure that was about ten years ago. Yeah, what's yeah. that? That was about ten years ago. That wasn't. She was on two. She was on Sports Illustrated cover. Remember, yeah. like yeah. four years ago. Really? All right, so yeah. we're okay. done with Mike's story yeah. time. We yeah. don't. Really, we don't. That was well. fun. That was fun. Pancakes. But we still got John Irwin here. So we don't. We do. We're gonna pester him with some more questions. I want to hear. I want to hear some stuff about this new. Th- maybe it's not new, but this car restoration thing you're doing. Because oh, yeah. like, let's just call it six months. I don't know what it was, but you were working on that Scout. Yeah, like a year. This, is, about this yeah. is when I was like in the middle of kind of doing my van, kind of yes, messing with my I van. Yeah, I was observing the van, and I still haven't <laughs> finished it. I haven't finished it. Uh-huh. I feel guilty about it, but I'm actually when it cools off, maybe a year from now. I caught, the, I caught the video the other day how you had this stuff organized. Messing around with it. Yeah. 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 He doesn't have enough t-shirts to go out there and work on that thing right now. He no. <laughs> it's like a four t-shirt between 6 uh-huh. and 10 p.m. That's uh-huh. four yeah. shirts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so I, I was like, man, yeah. that, and now you've got this Wagoneer, which is like my yes. childhood like yeah, car. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. <laughs> reminisced on the Wagoneer. A lot so of people is this that. something you've always kind of done a little bit of, or is it just kind of a recent oh, thing? Uh, well, I, I had a, a brief stint as a tow truck driver, so I have what? been immersed. Okay, in really? The, so you, you've uh, seen a car auto, up close or two? Yeah, I've seen a car up close for sure. <laughs> so, but the Scout, um, you know, I was out. I was shopping for a car like that and I kind of was looking around and okay. I told Caroline the story about the old scout, you know, and she's you sold like, for the two gear Subaru. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it was a scout I, or nothing. Like I that's bought, what you're I bought for. a scout in Belgrade, Montana. I mean, the damn thing did not have a scratch on it. It had that rust and kind of the typical. I know spots. Belgrade. I had a friend all, who bought a dog there. Oh yeah. Yeah. All original <laughs> interior. I paid $500 for it. Oh, wow. I drove nice. that car wow. for seven years. Wow. Never, this is back in Mr. early two thousands. I drove it to Minnesota. I drove it to Canada. It was I good to go at five hundred bucks. I drove it to Las Vegas. That's wow. amazing. The dead shows. I mean, I. So what year was yeah. that? No, what year was the car? So that car was a seventy three, wow. and then I I bought it in nineteen ninety three and drove great? it okay. to about 99. so twenty years old at the time. Which today that's like getting a 04, which isn't that crazy. So my buddy uh, Nick wow. knew <laughs> I was looking. For a scout, 
and he saw this one on Instagram, and he said, I've kind of watched the guy's, um, you know, progress through it, and he looks like he knew what he was doing, and it looks like it's in pretty decent shape, and it was one of those ones that comes across that's like, what do you think it's worth? Uh, <laughs> playing against That's a hard. Uh, those are hard yeah, ones. I like, yeah. you know, somebody knows what it's worth, kind of puts a price Just, out yeah. there. And after the working on it, I kind of I, – I, I paid a couple thousand bucks too much for it, but I threw the guy a number, and he went, I'll take it. So I <laughs> you went, But when you, when you get that answer, though, you immediately sit, shit, I could have saved a few bucks there. If I but especially yeah. in this day and age of these vintage Broncos and these vintage this, like yeah. they know that they're worth so much more than mm-hmm. they really should yeah. be. Right, These right. Th- right now, at least. Yeah, I think you got to watch for the polished turd. There's a lot yeah. of like really nice looking cars that cost a lot of money that are not that nice. Right. So I kind of knew I was getting into a project. Um, I had a little bit, of, done a little bit of welding, not a ton, but I bought a brand new welder and I cut that thing. You figured it out. I figured it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, I was that's gonna, a good skill to learn. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was gonna know. send it uh, to Iowa to anything Scout. They uh, yeah. that's the only kind of car yeah. that they work on. That's expensive. Um, and they were gonna. Um, so they were backed up. This he's like, listen, John. COVID stuff. He's like the sheet metal yeah. department's backed up for two years. Jeez. He's like, we won't even touch sheet metal on that thing for two years. Mm. He's like, that that's that's what the deal is. And he goes, you buy the parts from me, and I'll help you. I'll kind of help guide you through the process. That's good. And he was, uh, it was uh, Sean, you know, if you watch their podcast or any of their videos, I mean, they're, they're, they do incredible stuff. So I did end up, um, they did a drivability conversion on it. So I did all the sheet metal work and I was kind of like, like you got, you crafted the, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. It's, um, you know, the, the truck is, um, it, it need, it need, it could use a paint job, but I'm kind of happy like where it is. Like the floors are rock solid. Yeah. And much like you probably seen this stuff with a sprinter van is the lizard skin. It's like a ceramic coating that you spray yeah. that deadens that sound. And yeah. then you can do like wow. a thermal coating that will keep that temperature out. So all the floors, I, I, I coated the floors. It's, it's How long does that last? Well, it was the night, this part, part of that, the night before I, it was supposed to be shipped mm. to Iowa to anything scout. Um, I, I had to have everything complete. And Sean, you know, he's calling. He's like, this happens all the time, man. He's like, is that <laughs> thing ready to go? We need that truck here. I'm like, it's ready, man. It's yeah. ready. So I spray... My, all my metal, everything's perfect. I got everything taped off. I, it's like 25 degrees outside. I got kerosene heaters running to get the temperature up. Because <laughs> it won't And cure. I'm spraying yeah, yeah. highly flammable oh, yeah. um, stuff. So yeah. I get all this coating on, and it looks so beautiful. And I go up to it, and I put my fingernail on it. And I'm like, man, that stuff is not that durable. Mm-hmm. And I had read that it wasn't that durable. So it's like... Advance Auto closes at nine. It's like eight forty. <laughs> I'm burning it off a while. I go buy like a a a, um, yeah. a kit, a, a bed liner kit, mm-hmm. Raptor. So I Raptor liner the, that night. I Raptor liner the whole inside. You of that didn't thing. sleep that night. No. no, and it dried. <laughs> and this crazy Russian dude came and picked it up, 
and took it out there. I know that Russian guy. He delivered a car to my house. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> no English, zero English. Yeah, the, I, apparently they're, anyway, they're, they're full force in that. Yeah. In that yeah. deal. So it gets to Iowa. Um, <laughs> the guys are like, you know, um, I keep calling up. I'm like, what are you thinking about? Job I did on there. You think it was good? Board, it was very good. And they're like, well, you know, a couple yeah. things. But you want a little positive part, reinforcement. Pretty yeah, good, like, pretty good. So what can um, you? Be, what were you having them do? So they, um, man, it gets there, and they separate the body from the frame. They take everything out. Yeah. Every wire. Um, they pull the old engine. They powder coat the frame. Wow. Um, brand new Chevy. So LS it looks motor. brand new. Oh, you did an LS like, swap on that thing? Oh, yeah. You pop, oh. It'll go 90 miles an hour yeah. down I-26. I mean, it rips. Yeah. LS is a Corvette engine, awesome. by the way. Just so so the, the outside looks <laughs> like a little like rough, but on the inside, it's like yeah. pristine. Yeah, and it's kind of that green and brown that guys there called it the Eddie Bauer. <laughs> the Eddie yeah. Bauer. Yeah. <laughs> I got a buddy here at Phoenix Automotive. He does... Um, uh, the British, the Land Rovers, and yeah. he does LS that, swaps. So I talked to Mike. Yeah, Mike's a good dude, but he yeah. does Land Rovers. I don't think he's ever done much with Scouts, but he does LS swaps on Land Rovers all Who, the time. Who's That's the guy crazy. that does the Himalayas? Have you seen those things? Nah. Oh, they're like three hundred thousand dollars or something. Mike's got them Charleston prices. Oh yeah. yeah. So I got uh, <laughs> uh, Mike's a nice guy and does incredible job. Yeah, he's done work for me. But and stuff. when I talked to Sean at anything Scout, and I was like, Are you? Are you sure that's right <laughs> to do a full LS swap? But I think them, that being the only kind of car that they work on, I yeah. think they're, mm, they're very proficient, with it, proficient yeah. with it. And yeah. they know exactly what they're doing. So then I, I was cool, man. I was I was so into the process and, and the guys. Yeah. And, um, it's got like all new interior seats, uh, everything. It looks amazing. Um, thank you. I'm going to see it in person. And all yeah. That. yeah. I flew mm-hmm. out there. And uh, met everybody and walked around the shop. And then, uh, you know, they've got the ones in there. They had one that they were working on that they were sending to Australia that, you know, these vehicles are, they're $225,000. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These things are unbelievable. And just to see like that process and what they do. So I kind of wanted one. So now I've got a baseline and um, of course I got the, that's the amazing. Grand Wagoneer, but I'm I'm looking for a, another scout. That's you so know. cool. I would love to do a full okay. on my own restore. Um, yeah. So with yeah. the Wagoneer, you don't really have to do much to it. It's Dude, in... the Wagoneer is ready to go. Oh wow! The kids wow. love it. We're just driving around the farm right now. That's so awesome! And it's got nice. like you haven't driven a car in a long time that has an emblem on the front. That's oh yeah, uh, no, yeah. yeah. Kind of. And with, with, <laughs> oh yeah, just oh, and weaves. Yeah. Well, what kind yeah. of frustrated me with I like the floating with the Jeep retro thing of the Wagoneer? I thought they were gonna kind of bring that vibe to it kind of like Ford did with the Bronco right I thought Jeep would bring kind of an old school feel nah, to the new made one. a massive SUV I drove one with the kids in Montana I almost just thought about driving it into the Gallatin if I didn't <laughs> pollute the Gallatin with Jeep an Cherokee, awful car right? yeah. yeah and they start yeah. at 70 grand for it's like not a like the Gallatin doesn't have a couple like of cars yeah. somewhere yeah, yeah. which yeah. Well, is it the Gallatin that has the car. wall of cars that, that's no, not that, the Gallatin that's the Bighorn is that Bighorn has the wall the drive-in yeah but it, I think it's, it's been fun one. i love yeah. i love the old cars man and I, it was it's pretty cool like a, mm. a project like that it took me almost two years i probably That's have amazing. figure i have about two thousand hours wow you know from working on the boat man you get you get to that finish line Oof. and you put that key in that ignition and you turn that switch 
That's I was a damn good feeling. I almost <laughs> cried, man. I put that thing in the water and like first, yes, like sir. she didn't take any water. I'm like in the bilge up to like I was really like like at the boat ramp at You're North like, Charleston, yes, like yes. my feet sticking up out of the bilge in the back. I'm like checking everything. Like okay, she's not leaking. That's good. Don't sink. Don't like, sink. Don't turn, sink. Yeah, turn the engine. I'm like okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I got and a like, boat. Backed her off. Like tied oh. her up to the dock. And then got in and started oh. motoring away. I'm like. Mm. We're underway, motherfucker! <laughs> I was like by myself. It was like April. It's cold as shit. There's nobody on the river, and I was just like, "Woo!" This is happening. Singing the song. Yeah. This is happening I, right yeah, now. I just, get that feeling when uh, I when I build a guitar and plug it in and hit that G chord yeah, with a painting. Yeah, with a painting, it's what I do. So yes. you do it, and you kind of hand it off. It's, it doesn't have that feeling of like building something. Yeah, turning it and turning that key and turning it on and yeah. blasting that. Yeah. Sound. Well, it's the dichotomy too. Like when you do like your car or my boat like there's that moment where there's like panic like in my case yes. like, I, I started i was like i'm just gonna do a few little things and then like when i stopped taking things off of it i had removed every bolt nut hose wire i had gutted it <laughs> I, the only thing i didn't do was take the cap off which i mean i just didn't have the equipment to do that or i probably would have popped the fucking cap on the thing too and you're saying i know myself i left a screw off somewhere yeah and i was just like and i was just sitting there and i was like what at it. the fuck is this thing <laughs> and i was just <laughs> I was looking at it, and I'm looking at the pile of shit around me, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I shouldn't have done that. I've I, I sat many nights in my bed, and Caroline is like, wondering what I'm doing. And I'm like, and my wife saw it, too, because oh, we just spent this money on this thing, you know, and I'd sold my perfectly good boat to buy this one, and now it's in five billion pieces all over to my house and Mike's house. How many sleepless house. nights did you just have sitting there? Oh, I laid there. Recreating like parts. Dude, I laid head. there. Every time I was in a project state, I laid there and went through it 20 times. Like, I, by the time I actually laid my hands to do something, whether it was glasswork or whether it was wiring or whether it was whatever, I had gone through 17 different iterations of how I wanted to do it. I'd gone through 12 different scenarios of what might happen if I did it this way, that way. I'd watched 9,000 YouTube videos of how to do it the 15 different ways that you can do anything. And tell me about dissecting a YouTube video. Oh, like God. You're like, I Dude. know somebody oh. didn't notice that, but I saw Pause. That. Pause right here. That's, Pause right that's here. where I <laughs> fucked up. Right there. That's where... <laughs> Hey, can we, as just a group, yeah. just have an applause for YouTube? Oh my God! Yes, yes. And even more, even more. Do y'all ever watch those? Like I've watched a thousand van videos. Yeah. Yeah. What makes that guy wake up and be like, I'm going to make a video about this today? Because I have never. Probably because they're so proud of figuring something out. They're like, you know what? I got to share this. With you know what I'm addicted to now? That I person, have, though. I have yeah. no to attachment that. to because of all the YouTube videos I watch about boat restorations and like trying to glean what I could about fiberglass. A lot of the people that are doing heavy work on doing big projects are like yeah. guys, sailors, and they, re, they gut these sailboats mm -hmm. and refit them all the mm -hmm. time. And there's a bunch of really cool channels of people refitting these boats. And like a lot of what I learned, like I, I had some local guy uh, teach me stuff in person about fiberglass, but then a lot of little tricks and things I learned to make it look prettier and smoother were off these videos. But now, even though I'm doing a project, I don't have to touch fiberglass anymore. I still like watch like their weekly updates on like their boat project. <laughs> like I, I, I have, I'm subscribed to like five sailing yeah. channels. I've never sailed a boat in my life. I have no desire to sail a boat. I mean, it's cool and shit, but I like motors. But like, yeah, I'm like now addicted to sailing. I've got a long Sailboat. list of nasty welders <laughs> on my YouTube subscription. <laughs> I've got a long list. It's just crazy that these people wake up there and want to make a movie. Yeah. Like, Cause it's, yeah. it's hard as some of them get paid for it. They get, oh, they get little, a lot of money, but yeah. the problem is like, it's hard enough to do that project. I can't imagine trying to set up. I bet the first time I like, get the lighting right. flame to a piece of metal. You were like, Oh, here we go. Ooh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, what are these fumes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I breathe this? 
Fiber glass is like the worst I thing in the world, but it's also you should not. Yeah. You know what the worst part about doing all that shit is yeah. though? Like I, I have less fear. A good or yeah. bad thing. I have almost no fear with my boat at this point. I never really did with boats, but like now I'm like, I, I fix that. <laughs> like I know how I, I know how to fix that. Like if yeah. I were to like take a hunk out of the hole, as long as it didn't sink it, I'm like, I can fix that. <laughs> I don't yeah. I know how to get in there and fix that. I mean I don't want to, mind you. I'm just, you know, but it is weird. I like you just like nothing it's not as scary anymore. Once you understand the sure. processes, like I can't weld, but I need to know how well because my trailer's falling apart. I gotta figure that out. Yeah, well, that's the a whole um, other. the uh, the you know you take off in the boat and you it's a boat you know so I like I go to Iowa and I get in this truck and it's in Ames Iowa the University of yeah, Iowa. yeah, yeah it's kind of like it? uh, it's beautiful country up yeah. there <laughs> rolling hills big <laughs> I, I start driving this thing and it's like really windy. <laughs> And it's a two-lane country road, man. There ain't nothing out there. And this car is all over the road. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't going to make it, man. So you drove that scout back? I drove I'm it sorry, from Iowa all the way back. Oh, God. All the way back. I mean, I got And now I can drive it. I'm totally used to it. But <laughs> yeah. it, it's got big tires. It's a little swimmy. Yeah. Um, is there power steer? I mean, oh yeah, oh, yeah they <laughs> power steering. Yeah. But now, uh, like, I don't know if you've been through there lately, but Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, yeah, I got on that dodgy. road in there. Yeah. I thought it was the end. Yeah. <laughs> was like, I'm not going to make it. So close, but there was a wall. A little swimming, dude. I my I mean, old no whoop. power steering, right? Just, no, but d- yeah, good no, power no, steering. Yeah, it's oh, got really? power. It's just okay. big yeah. tires. When I was in when I was in high school, early college, I had a 1978 CJ5 with the old AMC 304 had the AMC 20 rear the Dana 40 front like yeah I had jacked it up with like dangerous the, dangerous it was spring over lift yeah. with like so I had three inch lift but on those old things I had 35 inch tires on it you know big thing <laughs> and side pops holly hooker fender well exit headers with the side pops right under the doors so like no filter well, like, I bet holly hooker seen a cup oh, yeah. that <laughs> so you gotta like this she thing, likes pancakes but it had the, it had the big wheel you know because it's from the 70s and it was power steering and but with the big tires and i had the steer assist you know the rancho like shocks and all that oh shit. yeah yeah and um keep going i took it to get tire. I, I took it to get something done to it and <laughs> i took it to get something done to it and the dude casey headers and the guy's like well, let me take it he goes i didn't have casey headers um <laughs> We're getting to that point of the show. I did have a four-barrel Holly carburetor, though, so you can you know, keep listening to things. But um, the guy took it for a spin. The whole point of this was, to John's point, was the guy took it for a spin. He'd come back, and he's just looking at his eyes. But he goes, you drive this thing just around? Because <laughs> oh, it, it had so much play in the steering wheel. Like, I've been it's driving for years, so like I knew where I yeah. could where yeah. to be. But if you just jumped in that thing, I mean, it would just start going wherever it wanted to go. <laughs> you going through those rows in Asheville, like going downhill and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Screaming downhill, 18-wheelers, right? Yeah. Between Asheville and Hendersonville, it is a death yeah. trap. Oh, God, no, People no, are looking terrible. at you like, what is I'm he? I'm laughing so hard, I'm crying. I know I'm in the right spot. This is good. I texted Michael at 4.30 this morning. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have a child now, so I'm awake at 5.30 yeah, to 6 every right. morning regardless. That's it doesn't right. – I get no sleep. Oh, Johnny, not Johnny's been – just get a good picture. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah. You well, mine, sleeps, mine sleeps 12 hours. Problem is, like, it doesn't matter. Like, she goes – like, we stretch her to 8, she's going to get up at 6. You, you, you put her down at 6, she'll still get up at 6. It's just like – I don't know what little freaking clock lives in her brain. 6 a.m. is when she gets out of bed. 
Nora. And when I go to work, I get up at 445, so six is sleeping in for me nowadays. Never forget being yeah. in the hospital, you know. literally, like, the day Piper was born, and Sarah was, like, talking to the nurse, and Sarah's like, well, I just need to know, like, at what point this, like, I need to know the schedule, this and that. The nurse goes, this is your first one? We're like, yeah, you know, I there's, there, there's no schedule. <laughs> yeah. There's the, just, just forget everything that you have in your life. And you think, you know, and restart yeah. in about a year. Like, yeah. 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 And Sarah, cause Sarah's so like programmed, yeah. like Flow. schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where, where are you off to next? Like what's your next trip? You, uh, yeah. you got coming up. Um, Anything soon? super excited about kind of a different one. I'm going to Panama. Nice. With, um, to fish with Juan Sprague with my brother-in-law and his nephew. He called up, and he was like, hey, man, I, I just – too much soccer, too much sports. We need to take Fisher to do something. He's like 11 years old. Cool. Um, so we're going down there. Um, that's kind of spring. I've got – Is that a, that's is a that like, sailfish thing? Yeah, bellfish? It's uh, like what, what they would call there, like inshore fishing. You know, Carter um, Andrews, he was kind yeah, of in yeah. that area years yeah. ago. Um, I think it's pretty accessible – um, but you're, you know, it's, it's anything from like rooster fish and all kinds of crazy yeah, they snapper, do the cabera nice, and stuff nice. down there. Incredible tuna fishing at times. Um, so wow. that, that one's kind of coming up. That's um, probably all about who your outfitter is. I'm sure. Yeah. This yeah. is just one guy. Um, you stay at his house. Mm-hmm. He's got a 30 foot CV Nice. and, uh, you just fish, yeah. uh, right out from the front of his house. You know, the videos you see it. Um, looks like it's uh, like the most remote place you've ever been, but then it's it's kind of like right there. Yeah, yeah. Is he like close um, all the Gray Reef and Star Lodge and all that stuff, or is he? No, it's a little um, not 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 as close to there as you might think. Oh. But I, I, I think just, I mean, all Panama's that fishing is very yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. It's real rocky, and yeah. you know mm-hmm. that's an awesome trip. It's uh, we probably my brother in law is a great fly fisherman. Um, he he uh I, him and my sister met he lived in livingston and worked at the firehole ranch and um good good fishermen so we um we, we've always had a lot of fun together i look forward to that one yeah and then caroline has something going on right yeah caroline has got an awesome uh it's a women's uh deal it's out at kiowa river um it's yep. on sunday september 10th um, and it's benefiting the waterkeeper. Awesome. Um, all the proceeds go to benefit the waterkeeper. I know Free Fly is a huge supporter of it. I even think nice. uh, AFCO is supporting it. Um, they're giving away a couple of tournament entries to that ladies' tournament that yep. is also uh, coming up that AFCO is putting on. It's a women's fly fishing tournament. That's great. Um, My buddy Rummel's wife, Hot Rod's coming up to fish that one from Mila Morata. She's nice. coming up for nice. Yeah, I think there'll be some pretty good anglers around. Oh, so Caroline's sure. involved in the marshware thing? She's just fishing in it. And oh, okay. I think gotcha. she's made gotcha. some uh, good connections uh, with, cool. with friends there, um, Hayden and um, his wife. and yeah. Um, the uh, Yeah, there's a big group of girls that are kind of in the whole – World of lady fly fishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's brewing. It's yeah. brewing. And that's it's called awesome. what? Golden Hour? Golden Hour. Golden Hour. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they got the wine. They got the fly rods. It's in an awesome setting. That's you killer. Know? So is it is it kind of more of an instructional thing or are they fish too? It's an instructional thing and fishing. Okay. You know, and so anyone they, can sign up for it? Like any lady can yep, get on the I, website? Yep. And, yep okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's easy um, easy to find. I should know how easy it is to find. But yeah. I think it's it's easy to find on Instagram. Run, we looked, uh, looked at yeah. it earlier. Run my wife down. You'll you'll find it. Or that's run great. Me, run me down. You'll find yeah. it. Yeah. Is, awesome. is, uh, is she getting 
opportunities to fish? Is, does she get to fish as much as she wants to? Man, I tell you, I think about fishing with her a lot when, mm. when I'm not fishing with yeah. her. You <laughs> know, it's like I'm out, you know, and something cool's going on on the boat, you yeah. know, and uh, awesome. I was like, man, I need to get Caroline in front yeah. of this fish or, you know, that, that, that gives, that makes it That's good awesome. when it's her time, you yeah. know, cause I'll save something up or, yeah. you know, won't bother. But some your fish kids are also good at the age too, where they can get out and y'all can probably all get out and fish like you did in Montana. You clearly were out there. Yeah, man. Izzy caught her first fish no on kidding. a fly rod, awesome. completely unassisted uh, wow. by anybody. She caught a nice. she caught a trout on a on a fly rod. <laughs> Big old dry awesome. fly, not, not, not on the rye fry. Um, <laughs> <Right> even fry. <laughs> even right. though um, I fished with Klug uh, a oh, couple of days, yeah. and he, cool. he he got me turned on to the. Um, to the Euro Nymph thing. Oh, what's like that? For, 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 what for Izzy, that? that was uh, that's close. Just straight, just straight for, nymphing for like, the kids. Oh, I like nymphs yeah, yeah. And, well, no, it's so just is two. that just what he's doing <laughs> these days? Well, he's just kind of showed me. You know, okay. we we the salmon fly fishing. Everything was really good when we were okay. there. That's that's cool. Um, there, cool. I had a couple of days on the Gallatin where I think it's probably some of the best fishing I've had I in twenty river. years. Yeah. Um, doing the reach cast was. Man, I, up on, on the, that upper Ridge. end of the Gallatin, there were so many salmon flies coming off. If you could get across the river and get away from where yeah. everybody was fishing, everywhere you thought that there was a fish, there was a good fish That's behind awesome. every rock, every seam, every spot. It was That's uh, awesome. just textbook. I hit that in really good fishing. Wyoming one time. We were fishing. Wasn't I, salmon I've never flies, seen it. It was it, big dries. We were throwing big hoppers and shit in small little streams, mm-hmm. Frank's Creek, something. I don't know. It was up in the hop. Mm-hmm. But it was like that. It was like the funniest thing from a North Carolina boy. First time out west, I was like, like you said, every time I'm like, look, a fish could hold there, and you'd slap that drive line down. And like, it's like a, awesome. it's like throwing a baseball well, in the water. It's so cool. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Did you get a chance to go to their their shop that they took over? I did. Is it's it cool? Awesome. Yeah. So I had obviously blow through that shop when we're out there. It's kind of like a yearly trip for us. But um, man, it looks like awesome. It and, just seemed. It just makes sense that they would have a shop out there, you know. Like, what yeah. shop is that? The, the, the new dog. Yellow Dog Shop. What, so, what did it used to be called? It was like it I forget was, what. It was what the bright. It was the color of that green on that on that thing right there. I <laughs> okay, mean, yeah. it was a bright green. It was like South South Bozeman. Or yeah, I forget what it was called. River's Edge or something. Yeah, like, no, it wasn't. There's one River's Edge. Oh, you're there. talking about the one in Bozeman, right on the Gallatin. Oh, you take a left to yeah. the Gallatin um, Valley. Oh, bright green. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's, but uh, it looks great. Yeah. And I think it's all kind of like um, set up, like interfaced uh, with all their travel mm-hmm. and everything. So it just I makes sense. Oh, huge. you're going to, yeah. you know, you're going bone yeah. fishing. We need to send you this eight-way rod, you know? Like, hey, there Love you go. That. Jim was uh, super excited about it. But uh, I watched him pretty much put on a clinic. I think yeah. I caught That's like awesome. one white fish and I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What's going on? I'm yeah. here to go see these little things with these tungs- tungsten heads while you're on rowing. Them. This is what you need. Yeah. Now we were uh, between the lakes, like oh, okay. uh, right there, and and, then, and we stay like right by there. Okay. So we wow. just so wandered down okay. there. Um, a couple just wade times. fishing. Yeah. Just wade cool. fishing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Awesome. But then we had a little raft when we were out there, so we could float down and do nice. all that with the kids. Can't awesome, wait man. to get out there. September. Yeah, you're. I'm September too. Well, I'll the, be, I'll be in Wy- Wyoming. Are you hunting? I'll be on the Missouri for like six days in Craig, and then With Kevin. I, no, just no? me and my buddy Austin Cox. Okay. And we yeah. we've been doing it now for a like, name. Yeah, I don't know like if I know him, but five know years, and 
nice. Fl- float every section of the, the Missouri we can, and then we go up to Elk Camp on the 16th. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So we'll see what happens. And Kevin's building a house up there right now, isn't Kevin he? Kevin is building a house. So you'll see there. the progress. Yes, yes. I, will. I will. Get to tour. Probably a nice base layer laid yeah. down there. You going out? When you go, you went out west. You went out to Cali. Yeah, I was in California. We did uh, San Francisco, Yosemite. My wife had a conference in Napa, so we we did it took a week before her conference. Flew mm-hmm. out. We started in San Francisco to like two days, and then we drove out to Yosemite to like two days in Yosemite, and then to Santa Cruz, Monterey Bay. Did like a couple days there, and then went north to Napa, which is where her conference was, and she did her thing all week. And me and me and uh, Nora just hung out in Napa, so. Like all week, I was making like my wife was. She's we were hitting every damn cafe and shit she found on Instagram, you know. And I was I, I was better. hemorrhaging money. I mean, it was just literally <laughs> like lunch shouldn't cost sixty dollars every day. No. Like it got old. You it know? does here in Charleston too. Oh, I yeah. know it wasn't. Any, it'd be like if you just hung out downtown all day every day for two Woo. weeks and had to buy all of your meals down there. You know that's what I was dealing with. So as soon as like we were in Napa, which is still like that, yeah. Um, and it was just me and the baby and mom coming like, "What'd you guys do for lunch?" I'm like, "Well, I had some Seven Eleven hot dogs off the roller." <laughs> <laughs> and then one day I got like a gas station sub sandwich. I'm like, "I'm like, bro, I'm not. I'm not, I had six dollar lunch." You're like, "I'm yeah. good with that." But we did. Uh, me and Nora took a hike, so I, I was looking for. You know, it's only so much you can do, and I don't want to hang out in a hotel room with a baby all day. So I was like, I found this park, and it was like yeah. hiking trails, and I was like, all right. And one of them, had, it had like a dirt road in the middle of it. And I was looking at pictures. I'm like, yeah, I got the one of them strollers with the big wheels, like the jogging stroller. I'm like, you'll be fine on a dirt road. And we can just walk around. No problem. <laughs> that motherfucker, I gained a thousand <laughs> feet in elevation. <laughs> and it was road grade because it wasn't like a hike trail where they switched out. And see yeah. That. Yeah. It was just, and that pick didn't do it just. It was straight uphill and rutted out and rocks. Yeah. And, right and I was too far in before I decided to turn around. I was like, I, I can manage this. And then this. you have to conquer it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a thin line between far. dumb and tough, and I was towing it. And what I got all, I did like four and a half a mile round trip, gained a thousand feet, and lost a thousand feet in elevation, oh, pushing man. a stroller. Nice <laughs> I was work. like, you got to work out. Yeah, that was stupid, yeah. is what it was. And then, yeah, but it was good, man. I enjoyed California. It's beautiful. I, I had to wear a hoodie every day, which was just Great. awesome. I was like, yeah. man, I ain't, I ain't got hot once the whole time I've been here. Yosemite is, for all y'all listening, if you ain't been to Yosemite, Mark it down, go see it. I, I didn't like. I've been to Yellowstone. Oh well, I, I've been to a yeah, lot. I of do want to really go. Yeah, I do too. It feels weird. Like I felt mm-hmm. like I was standing in front of a green screen or something. Like it, yeah. you really don't feel like that should it's be beautiful. there. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. so big and mm-hmm. so crazy. And we, of course, with the baby, we were very limited. I, I was, I was itching so bad. Like all those side trails going. I'm like, I just want to go like. Just go a little ways. I want to see what's like, up I just there. Want, yeah, I just wanted yeah. to go like wander, <laughs> but we were stuck to the valley floor. But we still we went up to Mirror Lake and we we did. I mean, I don't know how many miles we did, but we did a lot of walking. Went up to the lower falls. Anything I could get to with the kid, pretty reasonable. Yeah. We hit as much as we could. Um, That's great. And it's busy and there's a lot of people, but it really didn't bother me. It was it was amazing. So yeah, yeah that Yosemite was great. Um, just driving around. I mean, we was we had a lot of really friendly people. Good food. Mm-hmm. Great environment. Like I didn't have anything like. Everybody's like California. Burr, 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 burr. I'm like, bro, it was pretty awesome. To, I yeah. mean, really. I mean, it's yeah. you know, I'm like girls. I'm not gonna move there tomorrow <laughs> or anything, but it, you know, it was really cool place and it's such a big state. Like, cause when we were driving, you mean it, Sam? You I feel like Sam? I drove a lot. Like, I was driving three hours this direction, four hours that direction, all over, and I covered like this one little tiny square in a that uh-huh. state. It's a big it's a area, massive man. State, yeah, man. it's big. So it was cool. We got to see all you know, a lot of cool things. Um, really enjoyed the trip. It, you know, traveling with Great. a one year old is. Uh, I've never been to California. Interesting. One day. But I haven't yet. That was my first time. You yeah. haven't either? I've, I've never been. I've been all around it. 
Yeah. We're, we're non-Cali buddies. We are. We Let's are. go to Cali. Together. You want to? Yeah. This sounds like I a love that. bad. Do Let's talk about later. Let's yeah. get the Santis, Santis. Let's later go to San Francisco. About... Did you leave your heart there? <laughs> I did not. I did not. I, San Francisco was. I, I liked San Francisco, but I generally, just as a general rule, hate big cities. Like I don't do well yeah. at big cities. And it wasn't an over. It wasn't like New York City. I didn't feel like overwhelmed like that. But I can do them for two um, days. Yeah, yeah. two days. That's all I got. It was. It was classic big city stuff. It was cool. They, I will say this though. One of the things that San. I learned this on a tour we took. One of the things San Francisco prides itself is nobody lives more than like a five minute walk from a park. So there's tons cool. of green spaces yeah. and like big nice parks all yeah. scattered in the city. So like, it was really easy. Like you know to just kind of like go walk through a really beautiful park mm-hmm. with big trees and you know it's cool it was a cool town That's I mean nice. once again I don't like cities that's not really my yeah. thing but it was cool well I've got an idea let's yeah. just listen to uh, two of our sponsor our soap opera sponsors instead of stopping let's just come right back get Richard Queso and then end this thing okay yeah, I like good. it I like we'll it. get Queso we'll say goodbye to John yeah. but we gotta listen to our soap opera sponsors first okay okay This week on All My Chillin', brought to you by Queso Corn. What's going on, Todd? What's up, Stan? Just chilling out, man. I see you're not working again today. Dude, it's overcast. There's not going to be any flies hatching today. Look, Todd, I know Dad left you a large trust fund, but he didn't do that. Just stop He didn't Stan. do it work his entire life for you to just do nothing in Jackson Hole Let for your entire you life. Something. It's my money. I'll do what I want to with it. My money, Todd. Well, you're going to blow through your money, and don't come talking to me when you need more, Todd. Why don't you try relaxing for once? Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life and your, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Look, Todd, some of us work for a living, man. We all can't just be chilling. Get out of here. Just get out. Fine, I'll go, but don't call me when you're broke. All My Chillin' has been brought to you by Queso Corp. Sponsored particularly by Possum Grease. Get your Possum Grease today. This week on The Guides and the Restless. Hey Cindy, what's up? Oh, hey, cutie. Welcome to the Loreline. What are you having to drink today? Oh, I always feel welcome here. I'm going to go ahead and go with the man most. Hey, Chuck. Rick, look what the cat drug in, man. Uh, how'd you fish today? I fished, fished pretty good, man. It was a good day. Had some good clients. Found a, just a great spot out there. Uh, I bet you did. I saw you in my spot, Rick. Oh, so it's your spot now? It's always been my spot. Huh, I found that spot. That's funny, because two weeks before, old Johnny Bob was out there, and he said the same thing about you coming up on his buoy. Johnny Bob doesn't know what he's talking about. You I've been there for 20 years! You, 20 years, Chuck! Just stop 20 it, stop years. Stop right now. You clipped on his buoy two weeks ago. I'll stop when it. you stop fishing my spots. That'll be the day in hell. <laughs> Tune in next week to the guides and the restless brought to you by Queso Corp, purveyors of fine products such as Coon Claw Powder.
Just don't make TV shows like they used to, Paul. Mail sack, mail sack, why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack, let's all go inside. Mail sack, mail sack, why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. Well, hello there, belly live friends. This is your boy, Grinch Case. Oh, hey. Now, did you guys used to run into each other back yeah, well, then? Well, I used to run into John when I followed him around a little bit to some of his spots, but he never really seemed to notice me though much. I just snuck around behind him and fish back. So you stayed out of out of sight. Well, I wouldn't say I was out of sight, just out of problematic reach of a one. So you basically thinker. lived your whole career on just following him around. Well, not just him, but yeah. other guys too. <laughs> yeah, that's well, right. Hey, okay. look. I always say if you're fishing a new area, first thing you should do is always start at low tide. And the second thing you should do is look for the guides. I mean, it's really easy to find <laughs> fish if you just follow those two simple rules. John, have you met Richard Queso? Yeah, I saw him uh, just yesterday on the water. <laughs> yeah, okay. I got on the water every day. I'm from on. far away, right? Like from, yeah, I stay out of distance of a one-out thinker on a spinning rod. That's my general rule. You still sponsored by the binocular company? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it now that you bring it up. But yeah, I still got some pretty good binos from those people. It's good. Yeah, good. I can tell I can tell what John Irwin's tying on his client's line from like a quarter mile away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, looks like they might trip today, but (laughs) Well Richard, you're really you're really promoting a lot of companies these days. Like we've got uh that workout video, Mike's yeah, workout video, yeah. we've got DR3000. I know you don't know anything about business, Paul, but it's called diversifying. But you and Scoop are yeah. like doing all kinds of stuff right now. Well, Scoop called me up. He's been having some problems. Okay? He's been a little okay. too much time at the bar. <laughs> they need a little work, something to get his mind off of. So his old lady didn't kick okay. him back out again. You know how that's been over You must years. be crushed on the cash, though. Yeah, well, it's pretty easy. I mean, I, I found this really good spot out on Wamalo Island. It's a, it's a big farm. Nobody even notices the trailer. It's tucked, tucked way back in the bushes. Uh, it, it's such a it's so a you're sweet setup. You're living free again. I call it off the grid, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a little free. Yeah, and so that, that allowed me to pool some funds. The coon call powder went off the rails. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but no, I do know. Sales that. were just insane. I'm running out of coons at that point. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so things have been good. I decided to bring old uh, Scoopy Doop in and uh, let him do some stuff for us. But yeah, we got the workout videos. We got the AI Doug. Uh, I've got this new drink coming out. Y'all, it's, it's called All Toes. Um, oh, yeah. Huh. yeah. For you know, you go out on the boat. I mean, you want a, a good scotch and soda warm in a can. And so we got this company coming out. It's Richard Queso All Toes. That sounds like all hands. No, all hands uses vodka. We don't use vodka. We use scotch. All oh, okay. toes. That sounds yeah. great. It's it's so nice on a hot day just to crack open a warm scotch it's and soda. Very peaty. Yeah. yeah, it's very peaty. That's a yeah, toe part. Yeah. It smells like toes. <laughs> it's a little peaty. A little peaty peaty. Huh. Okay. Yeah. You got questions for me? Did the yeah, mail sack come I've, in? I've actually I gotta switch accounts here. You know, all this all this stuff works. Uh let me get to I the don't, bill- I don't even have a cell phone. Let me get to the Richard Queso. Uh okay, let's see. Um so I've got a here's a, a an email from Jason Coleman, big listener. Hi, Jason. 
He actually won the award that we're supposed to send him some some original artwork. Ooh, oh, we have yet to send that. I have yet. To send. <laughs> like I said, Paul don't know much about business. They call it snail mail, right? He's an artist, not a businessman. We know this for a fact. Um, with that head of hair from Queso Corpse, opossum cream, and a dab of pluff mud, are the possibilities really endless when it comes to hair products? Yeah, well, the way I look at it is only we're going to hurt, right? I mean, like, if you don't have any hair, nothing really going to make it come back. And if you got hair, well, only a few things going to make it fall out. So, mm-hmm. uh, the possum, and it's possum cream. I think opossums live in Australia or something. We got possums around here. But the possum cream is... Actually, they live in, uh, I think, little, Papa Old Guinea. Papa Old Guinea, yeah. It's just <laughs> a little good, like, grease for the hair, massages and moisturizes the scalp. You know, there's just so many things to do with it, too, because then you can do different scents and Aromas. I mean, if you want to call in the ladies, you know, you can little, <laughs> you just steal some of the pheromones out of that possum sack and just put a little of that in there, and then shoot, boy, you be calling them in. Makes sense to me. All day, all yeah, night. It's, it's really endless until you run out of hair. That's the, that's really the limitation yeah. on hair products. Uh, okay. The lack my next of hair. My next question. Um, yeah. From Stan Walnuts. Hmm, weird name. Um, Interesting. I've been using the, the possum cream for about three months now, and I've literally. All my hair has fallen out. Well, what Stan, should I do? I don't know if you've, you know, looked at your genealogy. Uh, you know, look at your daddy and your uncles. And uh, do they have any hair? Because if they don't have any hair, then surprise, genetics. Uh, okay, so you're basically telling Stan that it might just be not even the product. I'm telling Stan that I have the luscious head of hair that I have today, and it gets possum creamed every day. So. <laughs> I'm telling Stan, he needs to look at the family tree and not the possum tree, okay? Okay. <laughs> good good point. Good point. Um, let's see. Hold on. Doug, you got a question? Help me. No, out. I don't think I have any. Doug's never very been very much inquisitive in nature. John, you good? Do you need to ask Richard anything? <laughs> you want to ask Richard something? I'm just kind of going back to the whole um, the paper pants and the and the maple syrup. <laughs> What's he that talking guy, about? Yeah. What was that about? Is, had, is he a you, candidate? You missed that. You missed. So he might have had some questions though. Well, sir, yeah. pans. Yeah. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> well, I must. I, you got to fill me in off yeah. the air about the yeah, syrup pans. We had you outside the hundred so, degree temperature. Oh, okay. Have you ever had an incident with maple syrup getting you know a little sticky? Maybe uh, you know. Doug, I thought we talked about you not looking inside the camper anymore. <laughs> it's an invasion of privacy. I mean, I don't have much in this world, Doug. All I have is my camper, and I can't afford the blinds for the windows, and you keep peeking in on me. Hey. <laughs> Maybe you should think it's about a making nice some camper. syrup with your... Yeah. Well, I've tried a few different things. But see, we don't really got good maple trees down here in the south, okay. at least not the ones you get syrup out of, and sweet gums tasted funny, and then the pine... The pine <laughs> palmetto don't, syrup, Don't maybe? do the pine. It does not so good. No, Look into yeah. palmetto. I've I think heard what that. we're trying to discern is, were you at Roper Hospital this week? <laughs> With some maple syrup and some paper pants. I, I will say I have not had the luxury of being in a hospital bed in quite some time, thankfully. The luxury. Okay, just checking. Just checking. You ever been to a hospital? You got like air mattress. They bring you meals three times a day. There's a cable TV right there in the corner. They got a kick rich queso out of a hospital bed. I'll tell you that right now. I ain't got an address. You can't send me no bills. Thanks, Richard. All right. That was awesome. Well, this is what we call the just the 
the end of the show. The monthly wrap-up. Oh, Richard Kissing, that weirdo. Mm. Do you feel like you got what you came for? <laughs> yeah. It's awesome, man. I knew it was going to be great. Because that's an hour and a half of driving, and uh, yeah. I just want to make sure that uh, you got what you thought you were getting into here. Yeah. I fished with every one of y'all individually, right. but yeah. never fished with any of us like together. Oh yeah. boy, um, which would be uh, a, which fun. would be. I don't know how much fishing we'd get yeah. done, but I mean, we'd probably we scare everything off the water. But it'd be yeah. all right. I do, have, I do have one question. Yes, since two thousand, is that about when you started guiding? Yes, right yes. here. I mean, yep, yep. How many boats have you gone through? Um, Ooh, I'm, a, I'm a keeper. I, I, okay. I, I will run the bottom off of it. Okay. Um, so I had a, um, I had the Hughes and then I had a Ranger that was way too big and way too fast. And God. then I got a Hell's Bay. <laughs> we came through Clark um, Sound at 68 miles an hour one morning. That uh-huh. was an old, an old, uh, an old guide. And now, now I'm fishing out of that pro. So four flats boats, um, in 20 years. And okay. then, uh, I bought, I've had that Jones brothers for since 2012. Love and, that uh, it's, it's on the, it's, uh, it's departing. It's been, I was thinking about it today. I, I've got a few more trips. So to it's on the way out. It's on the way out. I've got one of those latitude tournament boats, um, should be ready nice. into September. Those so a little nice, bit more man. boat, a little bit, uh, a little bit more, need a little bit more room, maybe a little shade, you know, got me a T-top finally. So, um, yeah. How often do you do, like, multi-person trips that are just wanting to catch fish compared to, like, a fly trip? Yeah. Um, Pretty fair amount. Like, yeah, um, yeah I'd say. Like a family uh, of three or four. I, I've kind of, uh, surprisingly enough, I'm, I'm probably, uh, I probably used to be about 75, 25. I'm, I'm kind of more uh, 50, 50. Okay. You wow. know, I, I love, um, I love fly fishing and I, 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 I do still think I fish a certain way. You know, I love a, I love a good bass guy. I yeah. love a guy that's good with a spinning rod. I mm-hmm. love a guy that's good with top water. Um, that kind of fishing that, that, that's, uh, I enjoy doing that. It's kind of in that same, uh, wheelhouse, you know, and, uh, get some good anglers out in the ocean, you know, that kind of stuff. You, you kind of got to be able to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. nice to be able to fly fish, but it's nice to be able to, to be able to mix it up and, and, and make a productive day, you know, mm-hmm. just, just fish and have fun. And it all kind of comes with that. That's great. So if, it's obviously probably hard to get a day on the water with you, but if people want to at least inquire and check out what you're about on Instagram or website, what would that be? It's it, man. If you type in Captain John Irwin, I R W I N, I'm Pop easy up. to find. Okay, yeah, I'm easy to find. Cool, because some people might just want to get on your side and see photos and stuff yeah. that you're doing. And yep. Maybe even try to call you and get a day on the water. You never know. Yeah, yep. yeah. There's plenty of all all the uh, we got a lot, a lot, a lot of good fishing from mm-hmm. here for a while. Cool. Um, well, thanks for coming in and wasting a couple hours with us. Thanks for having yeah, me. Man. Awesome. <laughs> Good seeing old friends. That's right. Well, Absolutely. And that, and that wraps it up, I think. I mean, yeah. We talked yeah. about maple syrup and we talked about fishing. And we Thank God we talked about maple syrup. Thank yeah. God. We talked I was trying to figure out how we're going to squeeze that in, but it worked <laughs> out. Car restoration. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we did it all. We got in yeah. deep. Out west. Restoration. Totally. Yeah. Nymphing. And your car restoration <laughs> yeah. stuff, you have a web, or, or, you have an Instagram, and people can check yeah, that stuff yeah, out. Yeah, I've got uh, the Big Sky 73 Scout on there. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. All right, Johnny, thanks, buddy. Thank and you. And then go look into the Golden Hour event as well. If yes. you're a female in or around or traveling, come in here, check it out. It's worth your time. Yep. Yeah. Thank Adios. You. All right, guys. <laughs>